With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. So how did we get here? Well, we'll tell you in just a minute. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it's that time. It is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And now, it's my pleasure, indeed it's my pleasure, to roll out the red carpet and introduce my partner and friend, the one, the only, the star of stage, screen, and movies as well. Of course, the one and only, Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? How was your week? It was a great week, Andy Furman. Always fantastic. I look forward to each Sunday morning with you, especially yes, Championship Sunday morning. You know it's what I'm great. saying? It's big. come on. We got it's two great. great ones today. Can't, I can't wait, wait for it. You know, it's funny you mention that because I was kind of going through my mind. Why would the NFL have the games on the same day back to back? Why are both games today? Would it have been better to have one game on Saturday and one game today? I don't understand why they do both back to back. Any reasoning? I have a reason. I want to hear from you, though. Because it's Championship Sunday, and you have all season long, you actually have three games. You know, you get the Monday, you get the early day game. I don't know why I said Monday. You get the early game. You know, you're over there in Eastern time. So you start at 1 Eastern. Then you get the afternoon games, a little after 4, and then you get the nightcap. You know, you get that every single Sunday. You've right. had it every single Sunday in the playoffs. Correct. So why it. not have a doubleheader on Sunday? 
Good point. You know, my, my warped logic said this, and I realized that after today we'll have the Super Bowl opponents, and you still get that week off, but maybe be able to give one day extra rest, they think. Maybe. I don't know. Like an advantage. But they both get the week off prior to the Super Bowl, so I don't think it makes that much of a difference. It's the only logic I could come up with, like one team would get an extra day of rest. Or yeah, once you yeah. could scout the other one a little better because they're not playing. I don't know. I just don't but know. What goes on in your head sometimes, Andy? It's a know, scary place. It really is, and I hear it rattling when I shake it, too. I really do. But we move on because today is going to be a great day. It really is. And you know what? We're going to ask the question, you know, how did we get here? And we know that the Rams beat Dallas. The Saints beat the Eagles last week. The Patriots beat the Chargers. And the Chiefs beat the Colts. Yes, the Eagles are gone. Lock them up. Bury him. No more your guy, NF. I'm not even going to mention his name. Let's move on wow. from that. I don't want to talk about him, really. It's finished. As a matter of you fact, don't, you don't want to talk about Nick Foles. Well, the for Eagles a second, coming up short. I'll just say the magic ended for him. They were down what six in the fourth quarter. Then he threw that pass that went through the hands of Alshon Jeffrey, and it was a, a Marshawn Lattimore uh, interception. And the, fitting for him, the clock struck twelve. Cinderella slipper didn't fit. Goodbye, Nicky. Well, and look, man. Brief recap of that one. Like you said. Man, Elshon Jeffrey, you just got to come up with that ball, man. You cannot allow that to happen. And what a horrible way to lose the game. I don't know why the Eagles were hurrying up. That was the one thing that stood out to me. If you're at the Saints 27-yard line, there are two minutes and one second to go. Why are you like, let's hurry up and get a playoff before the two-minute warning? They had a timeout. Again, they're at the Saints 27-yard line. Why are you rushing so what? So Drew Brees has more time to answer with the score. Should you score a touchdown? It made no sense. I don't know why Doug Peterson is like, hurry up, guys, hurry up. Let's give Brees more time. Made well, no sense. I'm with you. I couldn't agree more. But you know what? They were lucky to be there. You know, you know, we said that last week. I mean, basically, the Bears opened the door for them two weeks ago. So they were lucky to be there. They went further than anybody thought, especially further than you thought, because you didn't think they made the playoffs. And really, they were lucky. And look, I, I credit the Eagles in the sense that they I let a report the other day that they gave Nick Foles like that million-dollar bonus because he was supposed to play something like 33% of something snaps, and, they, and he was just short of it. And they said, the heck with this, and they gave him the money, which, yeah, good for them and good for him. Well, and the other thing is, I know you snuck it in there very what? sneakily there, Andy, oh, for me. No, very no. sneakily by you, where you say, I know you didn't think they'd make the playoffs. But here's the thing. I didn't think they'd make the playoffs. Right. I credit let, you for that. Yeah. But let the record show that was a bold prediction. You know, we always say this at Fox Sports Radio. It's There's a sheet actually there, the main studios there, the flagship over there in Sherman Oaks in Los Angeles. Every single NFL season Everybody on staff, they'll make their predictions. Right. And one of them is the out on a limb, like your bold prediction right. of the year. And it's got to be bold. It's got to have some sizzle where you kind of take a step back like, whoa, I, I don't know if that – that was a bold prediction. So no for doubt. them to start off four and six and to barely sneak in with the Bears opening the door – when they beat the Vikings in week 17, and then the Bears took it a step further and opened the door again with the double doink <laughs> where oh. they were in there in the divisional round of the playoffs. That's a bold prediction. That isn't anything like, hey, I think that the the Patriots are going to beat the Jets in week 17 outright as two touchdown favorites. Or so, You know what I mean? That, that's right. a bold prediction that was right. gotten wrong. It's one of the things that really stands out. Like you scratch your head. What, did he really say that? Did he really predict that? And you know yeah. what? Until yeah. the last two weeks of the season, it looked like it came true. And, it, and oh, it, actually, it should have come true. But we move on. And I credit yeah. you. I give you a pat on the, I give you a little star. I give you a star for that because Thanks. you had the hangy downs to pick that. And you were very, very close. This close. See, my thing is that that close I together. I know it. 
But Should've another happened. prediction, I mean, really and truly, with the Patriots beating up on the Chargers 41-28, Tom Brady now playing the underdog role. They're in Kansas City today. They're three-point under. They're getting three today. And here's what Tom Brady said this week about everybody now, everybody counting them out. Listen to Big Tom. Doesn't change much for us, but it just, you know, shows you kind of what, you know, people would think about, you know, what our chances are. That's about it. Doesn't, doesn't. No more added comment to that. Uh, extra motivation at all? Um, I mean, if you're not motivated this week, you got a major problem. I mean, this is this is the week where you know you shouldn't have to put any extra in. This is this is what it's all about. You you sign up any chance you get to play an AFC Championship game. So I don't care where, when, time, cold, weather, rain, blood, don't matter. Captain America talking about being the end of the day. No, I don't know who that moron was asking extra motivation. I mean, you know, do you think professionals really need that extra push, that extra tweak on a game like this, extra motivation? Hey, look, they're underdogs. That's it. Live with it. They're three-point underdogs. They're getting three. The game is in Kansas City. It's the first playoff game ever in Arrowhead. The fans are going to go nuts. They're drinking right now. They'll be. You won't be able to hear yourself talk. It's going to be very cold out there, and the, and the Patriots are not good on the road. Bingo. That's why. Andy. Okay. Tom Brady doesn't need the extra motivation. Of course not. Okay, but here's the thing. It helps. For everybody downplaying this as if it doesn't help whatsoever with them being underdogs with a lot of naysayers out there where it's, oh, the Patriots, they're not as talented as the Chiefs, which is true. Ah, oh, the Patriots, look at their road playoff record. They haven't won since 2007 on the road in the playoffs. It just goes on and on and on right. and on. That helps you. If you look at Julian Edelman and he's selling t-shirts that say bet against us. Yeah, absolutely. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles last year with the dog masks and being home right. underdogs. It was a whole thing. So to sit here and he's downplaying it. What he told Tracy Wolfson after they beat the Chargers where he said, everybody thinks we suck. That's how he truly feels. Oh, yeah. And we've seen this time and time again. He feeds off of doubt. Remember Anthony Smith with the Pittsburgh Steelers when the Patriots were in the midst of their undefeated season? And he's like, yeah, we're going to beat the, the Patriots. He singled out Anthony Smith after scoring a touchdown and was talking trash because he hears those things. He's aware of all of those things, and it absolutely fuels him. There's no doubt about that, but if, in fact, the Patriots were three-point favorites instead of three-point underdogs, do you think he'd play any harder? I don't think so. I don't think he'd need that extra motivation. I mean, they're going to go out there, do what they got to do, and I'm not so certain they can win. I'd like to see them win, but it's going to be a very difficult task because, as you mentioned, the personnel on Kansas City is that much better than the personnel in New England, period. Andy, any competitor is going to get riled up if someone says, you can't do it, or you're not going to do it, any competitor. So it's not as if Tom Brady, without the naysayers, is just going to like skip into this matchup like, eh, if we lose, eh, whatever, I don't care. And then there's some naysayers, and he's like, wait, what a minute? Now, now he's fired up. Like, that's the thing. Like, he doesn't need that, but it helps. No and to dismiss it, and to be like, well, it doesn't matter. It absolutely no, it matter. matters. There's no doubt. But you know as well as I do, you take those naysayers as a whole, I'd say 50 to 60% of those naysayers have no reason or idea why the Patriots are underdogs. They're just anti-Patriots, period. They can't stand the Patriots. 
You know that, and I know that. They want to see the Patriots lose because the Patriots have won for so long, they just can't stand the team that is on top of the mountain. Period. And I think that rival, I think that dynasties are great in sports. I really do. I think it's great to have a dynasty. You know, go back back in the day, if you study sports, sports history, it was great when one team dominated because you either loved them or you rooted against them to lose. And you don't really have that much in sports anymore except for maybe the Patriots and Golden State. Well, yeah, uh, it makes sense why the Chiefs are favored. We get it. They're more talented. They're at home. Okay. Right. It's just amazing that this is the first time with Brady as quarterback that the Patriots have been underdogs. You've got to go all the way back to it was the end of the 2014 season. <laughs> Think about all of 2015, 2016, 2017, this season, playoffs included until now. So it's this Sunday and you got to go all the way back to the end of the 2014 season to find where the Patriots were actually right. underdogs. And for them to have that amount of success covering as a favorite, their record is fantastic against the spread over these last four years. Mm-hmm. It's insane what they've been able to do. Just crazy. I tell you what, it's insane what the Chiefs were able to do as well because last week the Chiefs, not only did they beat the Colts and they beat them handily, 31-13, you got to say right now, and everybody talks about Patrick Mahomes, the 50-plus touchdowns he's threw, they beat the Colts last week without Mahomes throwing a touchdown. Now, he did rush for a score, but the Chiefs got three other rushing touchdowns from three different players. So right now you look at the Chiefs that they kind of straighten up their defensive problems, and right now they are more than Patrick Mahomes throwing touchdowns. Well, they are, but... I think that this happens a lot in the playoffs. Everybody gets seduced by the week before. Right. Think about wild card round and how the teams that won there, how they were talked about in the divisional round of the playoffs last week. Or it's like, man, look out for the Colts. Colts put it right. on the Texans pretty good. And then yeah. what happened against the Chiefs? Right. You know, look at the Chargers. Chargers looked really good. They're up 23-3 to against the Ravens. It's like, man, look at the Chargers. The Chargers got crushed, okay? So I'm not going to sit here and just have a knee-jerk reaction based on last week's games. The Rams looked way better last week than the Saints did. Does that mean the Rams are going to win today because of that? No, it's a brand new week. And so some of the things that worked for the Chiefs last week, they might not be working the same way today against the Patriots and vice versa. Right, and of course that you can't, bring what you did the week before to a new opponent the following week, and people look at the wrinkles on tape, and they change, and they make adjustments. So you're right, but do many people say, well, look what they did last week, so, so they'll do this this week. It doesn't work that way. And, and that's, you know, it's great. And that's, that's where the discussions come in. And, like, right now, everybody's blowing the Patriots out of the water. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that much of a one-sided game. And I tell you what, I think I'm thinking with my heart now, not with my head, because I'm a Patriot fan. You know, BB's my guy. I'd like to see them win. Can they Listen win? To you. Uh, you know, I like him. I like the guy. I really do. I'm not going to root BB against him. BB is your guy, huh? Yes. Well, he wears BB on his sweatshirt, the hoodie. You know, it says BB in the front. I didn't BB. know that. I didn't know Belichick has a BB in the front. Yeah, because when the equipment guy washes the equipment and all this stuff, he wants to make sure he gets his sweatshirt, his where hoodie back. Where does it back. say BB? Right on the bottom of the, uh, where it says New England Patriots equipment, and the bottom there's two Bs there, BB. He really? may wear it today. He may wear. Well, I don't know. I think that may be on the cutoff sleeve one. I don't know. You got to check. He's got the gray one and he's got a blue one. Okay, this is how this is how sick I am. How much in love I, I am with him and, and the Patriots. He's I got a he's red got, one too. Was he not wearing a red one for Super Bowl Forty Two? Uh, he may the have undefeated worn a red Patriots one. when they he, lost to the Giants. He, he usually switches back from the blue to the gray. I, you know, it's crazy. I know. I got the gray one. 
I, he sent me a gray one. I got the gray hoodie. Okay, I I'm may wear sure that. that to... Was red. We should go back in the uh, archives. Like the, oh, we'll uh, do the what the eight Super Bowls. We should try to pinpoint by memory what yeah, color the hoodie was because the first one that wasn't a hoodie. Remember when they took down the Rams? That was right. more of like a uh, what do you call it? Like a pullover kind of. Just a regular you know, like, sweatshirt, like. No, it wasn't a no. sweatshirt. It's like the, a windbreaker material. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It wasn't a sweatshirt material. You're right. It was like that nylon material. Yeah. Right. Plus, if I watch the game today, and this is how sick I am, I'll have my hoodie on with a number two pencil <laughs> stuck in my ear. Because he has that number. I don't know. You know what? And Pat Matricia, the coach of the Lions, that schmuck's got a pencil in his ear, too. Did you see that when he was coaching the Lions this year? I mean, he took. If I'm a player. And I'm playing for the Detroit Lions, and I know this guy is from the coaching tree of Bill Belichick. Do you have to put the pencil in your ear like your coach did? And I mean, come on, be your own man. Be your own man with the pencil in the ear deal. Come on, it's his deal, man. It's what he did when he was with the Patriots. I it's a signature look, and you <laughs> called him. You called him Pat Matricia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. There we yeah. go. Anyway, right. we okay. move on. Thank you very much. There we go. Hey, tell you what, you can get to us. You can call us anything you want, and you can do it on Twitter at the No Show at N O E Show at Andy Furman F S R or eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Our lineup Bronx Talk Radio. Boy, that's it's wonderful. With the one and only Sammy K. That's the end of this hour. Hour number two, bottom barrel betting, and an hour number three, the Sheik himself, Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider, and of course my guy. Brian know what knows picks. I can't wait to hear those today. But life really begins for him today. That's next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey! 
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is today the charm? We'll explain that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's my guy. He's Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, we're proudly brought to you by Discover Card. Get your free, I said free, that magical four-letter word, free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more where at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. And I got unbelievable news for you, B. Are you ready for this? What do you got? You know our good friend Justin Vance. I never met the guy, but like the guy is like, I guess you could say he's somewhat of a stalker. He's, he's leaning towards being a stalker. Whoa, but whoa. that he, sounds negative. He's well, a great supporter. Okay, he's a great support. He's a great athletic supporter. All right, he's an athletic supporter. He's the he, jockstrap of yeah, of Furman right. and No. He, huh? He's a P one. Our man Gavin says okay. He, he's a great follower of our show. Okay, but I, I never met the guy. I couldn't pick him out in the lineup. But he tweets us all the time. I made a bet with him over Twitter. I said that, and I, I know this is going to be a, a distasteful mention for you, but I said that the Cincinnati Bengals would win more games than the Cleveland Browns this year, and I lost the bet. And I had to pay up, and I sent them a package of cigars this week. And, you know, I did. I did. I could have, I could have hung them because I don't know them, but I'm not that kind of guy. And he put the picture of the cigars on Twitter. How do you like that? Was that nice? Yeah. That was very nice of him. So I know. Yeah, just essentially gloating. Is what he's doing over there, right? He's yeah, like, I never yeah, thought about it. Furman, how about thanks for words, the cigars there, sucker? That's what you he's know saying. What? I never thought of that. What a schmuck I am. I never should have sent him the cigars because now he makes me look like a loser and I'll have every moron on Twitter saying, well, I'll bet you. I'll make a bet with you too because you can't, you, you can't pick a winner. And I can't because if you list the bottom barrel betting every week, you know I can't pick a winner. Well, I thought that was a, that was a pretty legitimate bet. You know, could have gone either way. It was pretty close this year. Yeah, uh, went to the Browns. So I don't think that was a terrible bet on your part. Well, now, did you think, did you say, no how, no way, Browns aren't winning more games than I the kinda, Bengals? I kind of did. Well, I kind of did, yeah. yeah. Well, but I, I, <laughs> but I can't it. stand up for you in, in terms of that. Thank you very much. But today, <laughs> today at 3.05 p.m. Eastern time on Fox, the 13-3 and Rams are at the 13-3 and Saints. And our guy, our executive producer, Gavin Kinzel, always Always with the brain, the brains of the outfit. Gavin, tell us your thoughts on why this game is the early game. I don't know if I'm the brains, but I, I don't understand why the game in a dome is the early game as opposed to the game with the bad weather. I think you'd want to get that out of the way early in the morning as opposed to later. What do you guys think? But how do you know when the weather is going to be at its worst? I feel like, like, how do you know that the weather isn't going to break? Well, you, know, you already know one game's in a dome, and you know the other game was just played in Kansas City against the Colts, and that was pretty cold, snowy weather anyway. So, But maybe the NFL has it planned that the NFC game is always the first game and the AFC game is always the second game. I don't know. Is that the way it's always been? I have to go back and check. No. I'm no, also no, being I... told now that they alternate between conferences and when the start times are. So that could be the reason. It's just I think – Optically, I'd rather see the the Chiefs game earlier in the day. You're going to have better weather then. You know? 
Well, I'd rather see the Chiefs games earlier today because now my stomach's going to turn in and out because I can't wait to see the Patriots play. I mean, really, it's, it's going to be a long yeah. day for me. But I don't day. follow this weather theory of yours. Like, you've never seen bad weather earlier in the day compared to later in the day. It's never happened. It's no, always no, no. later. In the- I'm not making that. A, I think it's a general rule that the weather is worse later as the day goes on. And it gets colder um, because the sun goes down. Exactly. So it's going to be the tropics during the day in Kansas no, City? I'm just, well, it's going to be the 20s during the day. It'll probably be about uh, 16 to 15 uh, at night, or maybe even colder. But who cares? That's football, right? I mean, you think about it, that's football. And I, and I hope there's five inches of snow in Kansas City. How's that? By the way, we're burying the lead that Gavin Kinzel didn't do bodily harm to himself to the point where he was going to miss the show today, being the diehard Chargers fan that he is. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that, that wasn't pretty last Sunday. I, I, Oh, I, I didn't see that game. What time was it on? Was that the early game? <laughs> uh, no, I, I think you guys were both off on the sack department, by the way. that was a Oh, yeah, game. yeah, we were off. You were chastising us because I said, I'll give the Bolts three sacks compared to seven against the Ravens, and you would. You went off on I us. I didn't go off, but I don't. You think went they, off. I don't think they breathed on Bra- Tom Brady three times. But so. you were thinking like a fan. You you were thinking you with were. your. With that your was head. the ultimate head versus heart with game. With your heart, oh where my, my head was going. Right. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I, I feel that way with the Patriots today. But you know what? We talked about life begins at forty. Well, if life begins at forty, it's going to begin today for Drew Brees. It's his first game as a forty-year-old. He turned forty on Tuesday, and it's the first time he'll be playing for the conference title since two thousand nine. And look, it's the third time these teams are going to meet this year. They first met in preseason. I talk about the Rams and Saints. And the Saints won in week 9, 45-35. But as my partner Brian Noah has pointed out very correctly, means squat. It means nothing. Nothing. Well, I think that it's interesting. When you look at the Rams and the Saints, a lot of this buildup for the game today has to do with last week. And the Rams performed better than the Saints. But I find this interesting, Andy. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, a lot of people bang the drum and stay and still say defense wins championships, right? Not this and year. if you happen to believe that, you should be higher on the Saints heading into this game than lower on them because the Saints played great defense last week against the Eagles. They gave up only 251 yards. They gave up two quick touchdowns, but that's it for the game. You'd give... You'd take 251 yards of total offense against the Eagles if you're the Saints and only 14 points given up every single time, every time. And what's funny is because the Saints were sloppy on offense, I think that's the biggest reason why there are so many skeptics of the Saints today, where they didn't have a whole lot of momentum or a whole lot of public backing. It just seemed to be, I don't know, Saints a little sloppy, like... If it were the opposite, I really believe if the Saints won a shootout, if they beat the Eagles last week, say 41-34, to 34, something like that, I think the Saints would have a lot more public backing than they do heading into this game. But it's just funny where there are a lot of people that say defense wins championships, yet they'll bail on a team that doesn't play great offensively. It's funny right. how that works. Yeah, you're right. And last week you talked about the Rams. That offensive line with Andrew Whitworth, the former Bengal, of course, they did the job over the Cowboys. They got Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson had real big days. But the question is, can they do it against the Saints who have a great run defense? That's the question today. Can that happen? And can their offensive line do it again against the Saints? Yeah. And look, if you can slow down Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson and put the game on Jared Goff's shoulders, he's capable 
But if I'm the Saints, that's how I want the game to go. I want Jared Goff to prove that he can do enough to beat us. And he is a completely different quarterback. His QBR, it's a stat I don't swear by, Andy, but it's something that I will look at. His QBR had the the biggest drop-off between him being pressured and not being pressured. So when you're knocking him around and we're getting to him, knocking him down, sacking him, his quarterback rating is around the Josh Rosen realm (laughs) compared to he is awesome when he isn't pressured. So if you can slow down that rushing attack, which is very possible, and you can knock Jared Goff around a little bit, he is a completely different quarterback, and he shrinks in those moments. Well, I'll tell you right now, the last time the team met, I think it was November the 4th, Michael Thomas, who may be very well the best receiver in the National Football League, on the Saints had 12 catches. Don't see that today. I do not see that happening today. And uh, Aqib Tlaib coming right back to play defense today. I don't think uh, Michael Thomas will have the game that he had last time. Well, I look at it. It's funny. Like You look at Michael Thomas and the rest of the receiving core. They don't have a whole lot outside of Michael Thomas. How does right. Michael Thomas continue to go off? It's like he's the James Harden of the NFL right now Yeah, with that Saints offense. Look at what the Dallas Cowboys did. They put Byron Jones on him. They, they knocked Michael Thomas around. They were very handsy. They took a page from the Legion of Boom. Remember the Seahawks? Their mentality was the officials aren't going to call everything. They're not going to call defensive holding and illegal contact every single time. And that's what the Cowboys were able to do against Michael Thomas and the Saints earlier this season. And that's something the Rams need to do because you should not be allowing to Michael for Michael Thomas to just crush your defense. That's what the Eagles did last week. That's what the Rams did in week nine that you're mentioning. How? Make, make Ted Ginn make some catches. Make Traquan Smith do something. But don't allow Michael Thomas to crush you. you it know, makes a great no point. sense. Because Michael Thomas has something like 125 receptions this year, and the number two guy on that team is a backfield runner. Alvin Kamara has like 80-some-odd receptions. So you're right. He is like the James Harden of the receiving core for the Saints. Right. It's just the same concept is why would you allow James Harden to continuously go ballistic? Like <laughs> double-team that guy right. constantly. Do more of it. But they're just like, eh, let's leave single coverage on James Like, why would you single cover Michael Thomas, especially with Benjamin Watson being out of this game? I know the Saints haven't used their tight end a ton, but I would look primarily at Michael Thomas because if you're able to slow him down, good Lord, what the Cowboys were able to do against the Saints, they had scored a point in the first half, 71 straight games (laughs) until the Cowboys shut him out in that earlier matchup. And a lot of that had to do with completely limiting Michael Michael Thomas. If the Rams can do that, man, they're in business. You're in great shape. You really are. Brian No, Andy Furman, Fox Football Sunday. And we're going to tell you why they're the underdogs. That's next. But first, to Brian Fenley for the latest. Andy, I'm surprised you didn't call me Rook this time. You're not a rook anymore. (laughs) Okay, I passed the test. Uh, This morning, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reporting the NFL will be done investigating Kareem Hunt's three off-the-field altercations by the beginning of the free free agency period in March. 
Rappaport believes Hunt has a high probability of playing next season. Hunt's former team, the Chiefs, hosting the Patriots at 640 Eastern tonight in the AFC title game. Before that, the NFC championship game between the Rams and the Saints at 305 Eastern on Fox TV. UFC Brooklyn on Saturday, ex-NFL player Greg Hardy in his debut was disqualified for an illegal move on Alan Crowder. Not a great look for a guy who has been notorious for breaking the law of sorts. Also on the card, Henry Sadu took care of C.J. Dillashaw in 32 seconds to pick up the flyweight crown. Plus, Donald Cerrone took down Alex Hernandez by TKO. Cerrone later felt so good about himself, he challenges Conor McGregor to about. Meantime, you need to make good choices, and with, with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True cash offer not available in all areas, and an upset possibly brewing at the Australian Open as we speak in the fourth round. Stefano Tsitsipas has a two-sets-to-one lead against the 20-time Grand Slam champion Roger Federer, and Tsitsipas currently is tied with Federer Three games apiece in the fourth. Back to you guys. All right, we'll hear from the Rook in about an hour. Yes, <laughs> thank you. There you go. Hey, are you still a believer? We'll get to that in just about a minute. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. In about 10 minutes from now, we'll have Bronx Talk Radio. But, B, we've got a couple of callers. we got Big Joe in KC wants to talk to Brian Noah and Andy Furman on Fox Football Sunday. Hello, Joey. Hey, guys. What's going on this morning? Great show as usual. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, uh, give, give me a little weather report here in Kansas City. It's seven degrees and the wind chill is five below zero right now. Yeah. So Yikes. It's going to be a great day for uh, for Brady and the boys coming and upset the Chiefs, I believe. Wow, really? listen to that. I, wow. <laughs> are you a Chiefs fan? It doesn't I'm a Cowboys sound like fan. It. Cowboys fan. But you live in Kansas City? Oh, yeah, I live in Kansas City. Wow. Wow, interesting, man. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, only, and I was listening to you guys about uh, Thomas on the other side. I think I, don't, I think him and Breeze are going to go off today. It's good. I think it's going to be a rout. Wow. I, I don't see a rout. I think it's going to be a really close ball game. But I'm hoping so. I want to see two good games today. I don't want to see the one-sided game. I mean, the New England game last week, I mean, the score was not indicative of what the game was like, really. I mean, it was just, you know, the Eagle game wasn't bad. You know, Saints came back. It was somewhat exciting. But I want to see a good game. I really do. Hey, Joe, enjoy the games. We'll talk to you next week, I hope. Mike's in L.A. Mike wants to talk to Brian Owen, Andy Furman on Fox Football Sunday. Hello, Mikey. How are you? I'm getting yourself. Good, thanks. Uh, Andy, this is actually Mike from Simi Valley <laughs> about the Eagles yes. from two weeks ago. Yes. Uh, if they actually made the Super Bowl, you'd watch my house, but that didn't happen. Anyways. No, you have to walk to mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the best? Anyways. No? Oh, all right. <laughs> Anyways, last week was the great games, but um, I just feel that today – I want Casey to take it, but knowing how Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are, I got a feeling they're going to take it. Well, or, I mean, well, look, Mike, enjoy the games, but let me talk to B about this. You know, and we talked about this game: the Patriots eleven and five, Chiefs twelve and four. The second game today, six forty Eastern. You know, the Patriots are underdogs, and there's a reason why. Their offensive line, their linebackers are slow. They can't possibly keep up with the Chiefs receivers and running backs. And the Chiefs are at home. The Chiefs have more weapons. But, you know, does the Belichick factor make up for all of that? I don't think so. Do you? 
Like, here's the thing. We, I hear so much talk about the Patriots as if they just suck. Like it's it, it's ridiculous. It is so obnoxious all week long. It's like ah, oh, their linebackers suck. Ah, oh, they're all like, where do they have an advantage? It's like here's the deal: the Patriots aren't competing against the 2014 Patriots today. Okay, it's the 2018 Patriots against the 2018 Chiefs, and the Chiefs' defense, especially the run defense, sucks. Okay, so Sony Michelle could have a day again. James White might be able to be utilized in the passing game again. Maybe you see Julian Edelman. Maybe you see Cordero Patterson, who Tom Brady has nicknamed the experiment because they use him in all these different ways. Like To think that the Patriots, to act like they have no chance or hardly any chance just because they aren't as good as they were a few years ago is crazy. It's just about them facing the Chiefs today. And if we're making the Chiefs out to be unbeatable with the bad defense, I have no idea why. Well, you know what? Let's go back to October the 14th when these two teams met in New England, and I think the final score was like 43-40. But remember in that game, New England had a lead of 24-9 to at the half. So they blew that. But again, you talk about the Chiefs' defense. I know it's improved. It's been poor, but it's improved. Last week, they held the Colts to 263 yards. They did have three sacks. They had two by linebacker Justin Houston, who has made a difference in that defense for the Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. Now, they get after the passer. There's no doubt. But you know who else does? The Chargers. Yeah. You know what they did last week against Brady? Squat. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So, do you think that, I don't know, the Patriots might do something similar against the Chiefs in a good pass rush today where they're using the quick passing game and they're not having Brady drop back seven steps each time? Yeah, probably. So, this thought of Justin Houston and D4 just terrorizing Tom Brady, they're not going to be that dumb. Right. They're not going to have Tom Brady in situations where you're allowing the Chiefs to tee off on him. So yeah, I, it, in, in those I, weather conditions, though, I, I wonder how effective the passing game will be. That's the thing. I mean, I think it's going to be a run game more so than a pass game. I may be wrong. I mean, uh, it could be windy, and that's going to affect the passing game. So I think the running game is key. Well, yeah, I think so, too. We really have to see what the weather is like because right. we've heard everything literally under the sun. It's going to be an Arctic blast. Right. It's going to be in the mid-20s and hardly any wind. So it really does matter. I do think that if we get the elements, if there is some nasty weather, I think that affects the Chiefs passing offense way more than the Patriots. The Chiefs stretch the ball downfield. They like the deep ball. How often are the Patriots throwing deep balls this year? Yeah, they don't have a guy really, in fact, that can stretch the field. But Edelman, I don't think so. I mean, he's not that kind of guy. They're short-passing guys. By the way, asking you shall receive, Joseph is in Kansas City. He wants to talk to us on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Joey. How are you? Joe? Joseph? Maybe that Arctic blast got him. Yeah, I guess so. Hello? Oh, there he is. All right, Joe. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. Okay, so... I'm a realist, but I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm, I'm a big Oakland Raider fan that lives in Kansas City. But here's right. my input on the game. The uh-huh. Chiefs should win, but nobody in this whole world should count Brady out until somebody knocks him off. And I would love to see it. I mean, I'm just so tired of the, every year. Chiefs going to Super Bowl. Chiefs doing this. They have the best quarterback. He's going to have plenty of Super Bowls. But I'd like to see Brady win, and I hope all you Chiefs fans here locally hear me say that. And I think it's going to be 
the, the Saints, I mean the Rams and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I hope you're changing your name. I hope this is not your real name if you live in Kansas City because you may have to be in the witness protection program. Let's go to Raphael. <laughs> Raphael in the great state of Vermont. Hello, Raphael. How much snow do you have in Vermont? Oh, uh, it's coming. Somebody said it's going to be 12 inches, but we don't know that yet. I wish we had 12 inches, really. All right, go ahead. Guys, I, have, I got to tell Kansas City people, Everybody in America, we are all waiting for them to do us a service. Put that hoodlum away. That the hoodlum? Man, who's the hoodlum? Who's the hoodlum over there in New England? That, that cheater, that, 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 that something type of user, that CB12 snake oil salesman, put him away. I Who? Want City. Is Brady. Brady's a hoodlum? Oh, my yes. word. I want Kansas City, Pat Mahomes, please destroy him today. America needs to get rid of that man. This You're disgusting. You're a disgusting individual. Go no, away. No, let, let, him, let him say what he's got to say, Andy. Like, uh, he's anti-Tom Brady. He wants Tom Brady to go down. I don't agree with the hoodlum uh, moniker. Hoodlum. but a little too yeah, personal. He's not the only one who wants to see Tom Brady lose. That's but, fine. But I, I've never heard anybody call him a hoodlum, really. But that's Yeah, that, I wouldn't that, go that far. Yeah, but That's pretty yeah pretty rough it really is but i the would way, say he's an american treasure but you yeah. know tomato tomato captain america brian no yeah. andy Furman, fox football sunday hey your blood pressure is about to rise why bronx talk radio is next bronx talk radio coming right up about 12 minutes before the top of the hour this is fox football sunday he's brian no i'm andy Furman. by the way we're brought to you by discover get your free credit scorecard today even if you're not a discover customer it includes your fico credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply now he's your host and he's all bronx the one the only sammy k guys guys it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio, hosted by the great Sammy K. Boys, there's so much snow here in the Bronx, we might as well be in Russia. And you can call me Edward Snowden. How about that? Breaking the law. Oh, God. Uh, At least I didn't sing another. You brought out the D-list material (laughs) out of the gates here. At least I didn't sing another Christmas carol, you know. All right, let's talk about these Los Angeles Quakers. Yeah, I called them that. How about that? They're doomed, aren't they, boys? They're doomed. They don't got LeBron. They blow a huge lead to the Rockets. Who is this team without LeBron? They're like a ship without a rudder. No one cares. I mean, without LeBron, I mean, that's why everybody wants to see him play. No one cares. No one's watching him on TV. Without LeBron, they're nothing. But it's karma. What LeBron said a couple of weeks ago before Christmas, what he said came back to haunt them, and that's why he's hurt. Yeah, they're they're grease fire without old LeBron over there. They're all over the place. The Knicks are beating them. The Cavs are beating them. They're blowing big leads left and right. It's terrible. You got LeBron marinating in a glass of wine every night. You got Rondo's finger welded back on, and you got Lonzo carted off. It's it's a mess. It's a mess. They're lucky to be above above five hundred. You got two teams that are a mess: Cleveland and the Lakers. They both stink. Well, they're lucky to be above five hundred, but without LeBron, they're a five hundred team at best. At best. 
Hey. The Lakers. I don't know. Lakers. I don't the see. Lakers. What about it's Luke Lakers. Walton? Is he going to be there in a couple of years? What is he even doing a good job? What do we think years. about? Him? What do we miss, Cleo? Whoa. Oh, hey, oh, put the card in my freaking LeBron hey. back. If he can survive this year, which is not a freaking guarantee, he'll be around. But I don't know if he's going to survive this year. He needs that groin to heal magically yeah. from LeBron. Been, been been There's nothing worse than a loose groin. Believe me, hey, I'll tell you that. Soak it, soak it in some red vino. You know yeah, what I'm rub saying? It, rub it up, but good. Yes. Rub it up, but yeah, good yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, put some Ben Gay on that. Get out there and play, all right? right. All right, anyway, uh, let's talk alone. a little uh, Let's talk a little Big 12 basketball. Hey, who is that chiming in there? For the oh, it's a gabagool. 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 Okay, uh, let's talk a little Big 12 basketball, shall we? Uh, yeah. You guys might not give a rip about this, but I'm a little perplexed. West Virginia men's basketball, they're usually a top 25 team. They were 0 and 5 before they beat Kansas. They're 9 and 9. What's going on with Bob Huggins' crew, Andy? Well, the question I got with the Big 12, how come the football team score more points than the basketball teams in the Big 12? That's what I'd it's like to know. Question. I know. It's a good question. He's got some injuries over there. They're dealing with it. I know it doesn't explain everything away. You expect more from Huggy Bale. But that was a nice win yesterday against Kansas, who struggles, hell of a win. Who struggles over there in West Virginia. That's a good win. It's even a better win because Bob Huggins has in his contract, every time he beats Kansas, he gets an extra twenty five grand. So you got twenty five grand for the win yesterday. That's nice. You could put new windows in your five seasons room. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Some new nice go. windows. Um yeah. speaking of Kansas. Speaking of Kansas, I feel like it's maybe someone else's year to win the Big Twelve this year. How about you? Because they've won it like 25 straight years, as far as I know. I have to fact check that one. Yeah, I have to, I'm pit snoggled. I think it's 14 straight years, to I'm, be kind of honest. I'm you know, pit snoggled on that one. That's A lot crazy. of upsets yesterday. Texas Tech got beat up by Baylor. By Baylor yesterday. Anyone but Kansas. Yeah, it's a grinder. It's a meat grinder league. All right, quickly I'm rolling now. with Kansas over there. Yeah, yeah, you're okay? take we the get chalk, this every huh? single year. They're like the Patriots of the Big yeah, 12. Yeah. Walk, Every year, chalk, like, oh, the demise of the Jayhawks this year. And rock, then they're winning the Big 12 again. Yeah. Chalk yeah. it up to the rock chalk. chalk the rock right. chalk, yeah. Well, in light of the government shutdown we got going, a lot of furlough workers, they got to cut back on the personal spending and whatnot. Give me a stretch in your guys' lives where you had to be really resourceful. Real crazy. I got to hear this. I got to hear this from B. I got to hear this from I, you. Yeah, I mean, good Lord, we're toothpicks. working sports talk radio, huh? If you think that you're making, like, this huge salary out of the gates, I don't know who you're working for. So you better get used to some... Uh, some old uh, top ramen, you know? I go beef flavor, then I go chicken flavor, number two. Shrimp flavor, I love me some shrimp, but shrimp flavor ramen, not the greatest, but you got to be resourceful oh, out of the game here on Sports Talk Radio. I cut back on my cigars. I think I'm like two a day now. I cut back a little bit, really. Two a day? <laughs> yeah, two a day, really. And I walk around the streets with my head down looking for change. I, looking for change. Andy, I think uh, you, you cut back by wearing the same pair of underwear for uh, a week underwear? straight. Underwear, what's you? that? What's oh, you underwear? don't even wear the underwear. You don't what even are you talking money. about? Your underwear budget is down to nothing. Let it Good swing free. Let it swing free, baby. Really? You're crafty. All right, yeah, we're out of time. Whoa, it's a bad, hell. bad thought right there. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. We'll tell you what these games will look like today. That's coming right up. But right now, let's say good morning, America. Yes, it's that time, the time you love, the time you can't wait for. It's Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. It's my pleasure right now to introduce my friend, my pal, my partner, the star of stage and screen. Roll out that red carpet for this man. He's a writer. He's a broadcaster. He's on TV. He does the hat trick. My guy, Brian No, how are you, B? 
Doing fantastic, Andy Furman. Really fired up for Championship yes. Sunday. And you know what? Yes. I really, I really want to know what people say about the Patriots if they win today. Because you know it's going to be about the next week. If they face the Rams, it's going to be all about oh, yeah. them potentially cheating in Super Bowl 36. Like, it's hilarious, man. It's always the next game. It's amazing a team that's accomplished as much as the Patriots. They're in the yeah, but territory. You know, well, it's like, yeah, yeah, they beat the Chiefs. But, but can they win the Super Bowl? Same thing with Brady. He's a he's the GOAT, but he's in yeah, but territory. It's crazy. There's no doubt. And, and for those Patriot haters, and there are tons of them out there, you know, now I'm seeing stories on the internet that, well, if they weren't in the division that they were in in the uh, AFC, gosh. they wouldn't be as yeah. successful. You know, forget it. It's like you got to play who you play on your schedule. And you know what? That's, uh, that's a slap in the face to those teams that have played against them, like the Jets and Buffalo. Get better. You know, get yourself better. Play football. Well, really. But here's the thing. Yeah, the AFC East has been bad outside of the Patriots. I'll never tell you that it's a gauntlet there, but I will tell you this. It's six games on your schedule. Okay. You play 10 games outside of your division. That has much more to do with your overall record than inside the division. Why would you make six games out to be more important than 10 games? Makes no sense to me at all. Take the NFC championship game. Look at the Rams. The Rams were 6-0 and in the NFC West this year. But why aren't they hosting this game? Oh, it's because of the 10 games outside of their division exactly. that have a bearing on this game being in New Orleans today. So spare me on, oh, the AFC East, as if that's the only reason the Patriots have been able to host the Lions share the playoff games that they've had. Well, it's the crazy. Haters, haters are pulling it out of their hat. That's what they're doing. By the way, you call it Championship Sunday. I call it NFL Final Four. You know, Rams, Saints, Pats, Chiefs today. And the common thread today, it's easy. It's offense. And before we get into that, the question I have, and we've had several callers from Kansas City, is there a Kansas City Chiefs fan that lives in Kansas City? Because every phone call we've had from Kansas City <laughs> has been a Chiefs hater, really. Don is in Kansas City right now. He wants to talk to Brian Noah and Andy Furman on Fox Football Sunday. Don, are you a Chiefs fan in Kansas City? Uh, well, you know, yes, I am. Wouldn't that be a coincidence? Andy. Good. Yes. I've been I've been hearing it something else all last all night uh I've been here 2.3 seconds. 2.3 seconds. Is that how long it takes to get to the middle of a tutu pop or how long Tom Brady takes to carry the ball? So I got the game plan figured out, okay? Really? Very how we're going to counter this, all right? Yeah. We're going to bring our corners up and play tight on the line, and we're going to be watching them wide out, bump and run, and... Uh, it's going to take two point, more than two point three seconds to get that ball downfield. Well, th- take that you're away. Wasting, you're wasting your time calling Brian Noah myself. You should be coaching in the National Football League, really. Well, I mean, I've I've had been under consideration, but the NFL uh, they got a video of me uh, at a bar saying uh, Tom <laughs> Dirty Diaper Brady. Right, and it sounds like you may have been in a bar like last night. I mean, how many how many have you down last night? I mean, well, I, I, it's nothing. Well, wrong. you know, I actually didn't down anything, but. There's something in the air, you know. I've been inhaling. Oh, boy. I hear you. Call it oxygen. Mm. Right. But, hey, Tom. how about, uh, anyway, tell me how the Brady, you, you on that Patriots bandwagon? I am. Yes. There you go. 
Let's say goodbye. I mean, <laughs> he's had a good life. He he, he feels no he's pain. He's high on oxygen. Oh, yeah. Come on. In there. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I mean, you know, he's high on life. He feels no pain. He has no idea what the temperature is in Kansas City, but at least he knows there's a game. And we did him a favor by hanging up because now we could sleep it off and maybe get up in time for the game, which is great, right? Yeah, he's got well, time. You yeah. get a power nap in there, you know? Yeah, we'll see. Get at that nap. <laughs> There you go. But with a common thread, and you mentioned this early on about defense wins games, but the common thread in these four teams is offense. 2018 had to be the offensive explosion in the National Football League, kind of like the Big 12 in football. These four teams playing today are the four highest-scoring teams from the regular season. Chiefs, 35.3 a game. Rams, 32.9 a game. Saints, 31.5 a game. And the Patriots, 27.2 a game. And I think that's what fans love. That's what sells tickets. I mean, defense may win games, but offense sells tickets. Well, like it's it's such an outdated philosophy. I know it, it really well, is. Defense wins championships with the numbers that you just rattled off there. Here's the thing, Andy: balance wins championships. That's the truth. You can't just play great offense and have this sucky defense and expect to win a championship. It just doesn't work like that. So these teams, I mean, yeah, offense has meant a lot to their success. It hasn't meant the only thing. And we've seen the Chiefs at home. They've played a lot better defensively at home than on the road. You look at the Patriots. The Patriots have had the best defense in terms of points given up throughout this season compared to the other three teams that are still alive today. And look at what the Saints did last week against the Eagles. I mean, they won the game primarily because of the strength of their defense. Right. So it's in this day and age, you should bury the defense wins championships mentality it should have progressed to at least balance wins championships. Well said. And that's been really. the truth for a long time, now more than ever. You know, and it's funny because you've got me involved on the gambling kit because gambling right now is taking over sports. And certainly, you talk about the success of the National Football League. You have to give, at least in part, not because of the games itself and the crescendo leading up to the games on once-a-week Sundays and, you know, Sunday, Monday night, Thursday, whatever it might be, but the gambling aspect with basically fantasy football, the total over-under for today is 112. That's the highest in the last 20 years for a championship weekend, according to Vision. Really. I mean, it's amazing to me that the over and under is 112. That's a big number. I bet you didn't even know that, B, and you're on top of that stuff. Did you know that? You did. Well, it doesn't shock me at all. Goodness, when you've got a couple of games in the mid-50s for the totals, that that's not a shocker at all. Um, but, hey, man, we've had a lot of offense. Those two games... You look at the Saints game, that's 80 points combined earlier in the season between the Saints and Rams, and it was 83 points combined between the Chiefs and Patriots. So I don't expect the same type of shootout today in the AFC title game. I wouldn't be surprised that's a high-scoring game in the NFC. I think that could be a shootout. Right. Especially indoors, I would think it might very well be. You know what? You, you look at the storylines. Everybody talks about who's going to win, why they're going to win. That's fine. But, I mean, the, the storylines in these games today, and one of the reasons why I want to see the Saints win and the Patriots win, you've got two quarterback legends, Breeze against Brady. How big would that be in the Super Bowl? I'd love to see that two 40-plus-year-old guys going in the Super Bowl. One MVP possibility, Patrick Mahomes may very well be the MVP, and one franchise quarterback in Jared Goff. You know, kind of really the jury's out on him in my mind still. But Jared Goff is, could could be a franchise quarterback down the road, and the three best offensive coaches in the league: Sean Payton, Sean McVay, and Andy Reid. It's unbelievable. But Belichick, I mean, great coach could be the greatest of all time. But if you remember, he started as a defensive whiz, a defensive coach in the National Football League. 
Well, you don't think Jared Goff is a franchise quarterback right now? I think it might be too soon to say that. I mean, he is their really? franchise quarterback, but I, I think that you have to have a little more work, you know, body of work to, to show for me. He's in his second year. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, don't you think? I mean, he's got a little no. more body of work. Okay. No, right. I think he's a franchise quarterback. I think there are some flaws in his game, but I think that he's a, a good enough quarterback where he gives you a chance to compete for a Super Bowl every I single agree. year. I agree. And I don't think that's only the byproduct of Sean McVay, who is magnificent. I think that Jared Goff is a good quarterback. I think absolutely he's a franchise quarterback. But I was kicking this around, Andy. If you think about the four quarterbacks alive that you just mentioned, right? if you think of it from the NFL's perspective, which quarterback winning a Super Bowl would benefit the NFL the most? Patrick Mahomes. Think about it. it it'd be Mahomes, absolutely. 23-year-old yes. rock star, going to be right. the MVP most likely. If he wins a Super Bowl, it's going to be huge going forward for the NFL when right. these networks are promoting upcoming games. You've said it many times on this show, how they promote it with the quarterback matchup. Right. So Patrick Mahomes, he's his game is exciting, and if he's even more credentialed going forward, that's going to be the best for the NFL. What's the pecking order from that point on? I find that to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, Breeze and Brady, I mean, basically they're on the back nine. I mean, that doesn't do any good for the National Football League. It may be good for the Super Bowl storyline, but for the future of the National Football League, Patrick Mahomes is the guy. And I'll tell you something else. I love Andy Reid. I don't think he's ever got his just due as a coach, and I don't like the way he got booted out of Philadelphia. And if, in fact, he does win the Super Bowl, I would love to see Andy Reid accept the Super Bowl trophy in Philadelphia. How's that? How's that? <laughs> I'd love to see that. But it won't happen, but I'd love to see no. that. No, it won't happen. But I'll tell you what, Andy Reid is at a crossroads because if he wins a Super Bowl, man, he's just going to be showered with praise, affection, the whole thing. Right. If he comes up short again, all these people polling for him so are going to be the first people saying, here we go again. Can't do it. Well, can't got, win the big yeah, one. But he got one monkey off his back last week, at least winning a playoff game in Kansas City. At least one of them. One of them came off last week. That, yeah, but, I mean, come on. Winning a home playoff game against the Colts. If you think that's going to buy you enough grace if they don't get one done today against the Patriots when they are talked about by many people as if the Patriots, they just they don't have a chance today. They're not going to win today. Like, that's the conversation. If the Chiefs come up short, and heaven forbid Andy Reid has something to do with it with poor clock management right. or a, a shaky call here or there, oh, my gosh, he is going to get criticized like crazy. No doubt about that. Hey, Victor I think he's – like, Andy – Tell me if you agree with this. You think he's in the Philip Rivers territory? Philip Rivers won a Super Bowl this year. He's in the Hall of Fame. I, I don't know if he's getting there without a ring. Do you think Andy Reid is along I think, those I lines? I think Andy Reid knows is pressed against the door of of the of Canton, Ohio. But if he if he wins a Super Bowl, he's in. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's in. If he gets to the Super Bowl, he may be in. But mm. right now, his nose is pressed against the door. Agreed. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's. I don't think he's in as of right now. No, no, not now. He certainly I, would be with the ring, yes. But I think he he would be in if he gets to the Super Bowl, even loses the Super Bowl, but he gets to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know about uh, that, man. I, could, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. By the way, Victor wants to talk to us. Victor's in L.A., wants to talk to Brian Owen, Andy Furman on Fox Football Sunday. Hello, Vic. How are you? Hey, great show, guys. I want to tell you, first of all, Andy, here's the deal. If you asked people, if you took a poll, of people, if you ask them at the beginning of the season, beginning of the season, who would win more games, the Bengals or the Bears, I guarantee it would be 60-40 Bengals. So you, that was the right bet. 
Thank you. The other thing, the but other I thing lost I'll them. say is But this, I love that. Um, but I, where were you when I needed you? I lost the bat. <laughs> the other thing is that um, one of the sayings they've had forever is you go with what got you there. Well, if you look at the teams that have lost during the playoffs, they all went with what caught them there. With the teams that are winning right now, it's the adjustments. So if you look at the teams that are left, I think, of course, Belichick is one of the best at making adjustments. So I think that favors the Patriots. On the Rams' uh, Saints side, they're both uh, halfway there on making major adjustments. So we're going to have to see on that one. But that's my take. Thank you so much for taking the call. You know, yeah. Victor, have a great day. Thank you. But I'm going to ask you to be, it's about adjustments. I mean, if you don't have the personnel, I don't care what kind of adjustments you could make. I just don't think, you know, if, you have, if your linebackers aren't fast enough, quick enough to stop the explosive offense of Kansas City, I don't care what kind of adjustments you make. You could play 12 against 11 and still not win. Well, look, I think he makes a good point, And I think that, you know, the, the talent disparity between the Chiefs and Patriots has been blown out of proportion. Do the Chiefs have some advantages? Yes. But some areas where they do have advantages, it's only a slight advantage. It's not this huge mammoth advantage. Like, Do you think that, look at the Patriots rushing attack, especially last week. Do you think that with the Chiefs' sucky rush defense, they've got this dramatic advantage slowing down the rush against the Patriots? No. You know, like, so that's the thing. In a game like this, the matchups, if you look at what the Chiefs have offensively, yeah, they're tough to stop because they have so many playmakers. Right. But that's not where the game begins and ends. You start going through everything, and you start looking at some of the matchups between Chiefs defensive backs and Patriots receivers. Do you think that the Chiefs have this mammoth advantage with whoever's covering Julian Edelman? No, no. not at all. No. Like, like start going down the line. In some of the places that you would give the Chiefs the check mark. It's only by a slight difference. So to make it sound like it's, you know, the best team in the NFL going up against, like, the best team in college football, that's not what today is between the Chiefs and Patriots talent. Well said. And I'll tell you what, I think the coaching makes a difference. I think Bill Belichick will have something up his sleeve. We'll see what happens. And I'm still pulling for the Patriots in this game. And if you don't believe us, you can get to us on Twitter. At The No Show, N-O-E Show, The No Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or you could be like Victor. How's that? 877 on Fox. 877-996-6369. This hour, we have bottom barrel betting at the end of the hour. And in hour number three, the Sheik will be here. Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider, followed by Nose Picks. Don't go anywhere. But if he's not, then who is? That's next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. His 25th is tomorrow. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 22 past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we roll along. Any news on your end, Mr. Brian No? Any news? Any tweets? Anything you want to say? Get it off your chest now. I can't help but think of Chevy trucks when I hear this Bob Seger song. <laughs> How many years did Chevrolet use Like a Rock by yeah. Bob Seger in their ads? Hell of a campaign. Was that a, a decade-long stretch? Good Easily. Lord. Easily, Man, yes. it would not end. By the way, I love this from Justin Vance. You mentioned this before. Ugh. The cigars that he won off of you. Yes. He had the Browns winning more games than the Bengals. And he was right. And he yes. tweeted the cigars that you sent him. Ugh. And he says, wasn't rubbing it into Furman, just showing respect to him. Oh. You know is that, that how you show respect? No, he's like, sucking up because he wants to bet me again to get more cigars. Yes, yes. I think you're right. Yeah, yes. if you're like, yeah. hey, here's the 100 bucks I want off of Furman, I don't yeah. know if that would be showing respect to you. You know, I, mean, I think that would be yeah. pinpointing that I bested you and I'm right. gloating a little bit. I'm not, don't you I'm think not, that's what it is? I'm an easy mark. That's what he's yeah. saying. I mean, it's yeah. okay. You know, do what you got to do. Again, I believe in karma. What goes around comes around. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. By the way, we're going to see if this guy celebrates tomorrow. By the way, tomorrow's a big day for Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. He purchased the Patriots on January the 21st, 1994. He's going to celebrate his 25th anniversary tomorrow. Will he celebrate it in high fashion or will he celebrate it by himself in a toilet? Because if they win, he'll celebrate it big time. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll just go into a toilet by himself, really. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> Those are the two options, huh? Grand yeah. celebration or toilet. 
Right, uh, really. I mean, why would you celebrate something if they lose today? But if he wins today, it's a big celebration going to the Super Bowl. Tomorrow's the 25th anniversary. And the other day, and I don't know if he had like a, a, a urine sample after he said this remark, but he said that Tom Brady was the GOAT, greatest of all time. Not the greatest of all time at quarterback, the greatest of all time, period. I think that he needs to roll it back just a little bit. I mean, maybe... Maybe he was on something. I don't know. But the greatest of all time, period, that's a stretch. That's a big-time stretch. I don't think it's a stretch at all. And I think he's really? right. Yeah, I, I don't think so at all. Like, we always talk over and over and over and over again about quarterback being the most important position in football. No doubt. Not the only one, but the most important, which clearly right. it is. So if you consider Tom Brady to be the greatest quarterback of all time, why would it be asinine to consider him the greatest player of all time? Why? Okay, now I ask you this. Can you, in fact, be the greatest player of all time if your team has not won the championships that he has won? Why do I say that? Joe Montana won four Super Bowls. If he had won one more Super Bowl, would he be the greatest of all time? Because Tom Brady has won five Super Bowls. Possibly, but hey, he doesn't have that many rings. Tom Brady so in other has words, another rings. ring, and Tom Brady, so- in another era, more prolific, you've got to... I mean, you can't just compare numbers to numbers. You have to, you have to take era into account. I agree. But, but the thing is, it's not just Brady versus Montana. It's Brady versus everybody. <laughs> it's Brady versus all y'all, right? So, like, to really push back, like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. Greatest football player of all time? I'll hear greatest quarterback of all time, but greatest football player of all time? Why do people push back that much? Why? No, I- I agree with you because if, in fact, we always say you can't win in the National Football League without a quarterback, the quarterback is, in fact, the most important position we've seen that is proof positive. You don't have a top-notch quarterback, you're not going to win. So if you're the greatest quarterback of all time, there's a very good chance you might be the greatest player of all time. But my my uh, topic here would be, and my, I guess, evidence would be, if, in fact, you don't have the rings, is that the qualifications of being the greatest of all time? I guess it is. Rings well, it mean, matters. Uh, it, 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 it definitely matters. It shouldn't be the only thing that's considered when you're trying to, to gauge individual greatness and individual value. It shouldn't just be tied to team success, but a portion of it is. I just look at it say, whoever you want to throw out there, Jerry Rice, Lawrence Taylor, whoever's in the the conversation as the GOAT, right. the greatest player of all time. I don't know why Tom Brady doesn't belong in that conversation oh, or at the does. front of that conversation. Take today's game, Andy. Do you want to start with Khalil Mack for your football team? Or are you going with Patrick Mahomes? Are you going with Aaron Mahomes. Donald? Or are you going whoever? Patrick Drew. Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Who's your pick? Who's your first pick? You're starting a team. You can have anybody. Who's your first guy? Today, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's a quarterback and he's young. Right. Fine. That's not crazy at all. So why is it crazy? People just, their head spins around like Linda Blair when Robert (laughs) Kraft says, Tom Brady's the greatest player of all time. And they're like, what? what, what? How can you even, how can you say that? Because quarterback is the most important position of all time. And he's the greatest quarterback of all time. How can he not be the greatest player of all time? Because it's another bullet in the holster for the anti-patriot people. For the haters, uh, but yeah, let me can I can I cross over to another sport on this because if in fact titles mean something, Bill Russell and go back in your history, Bill Russell played for the Boston Celtics, won eleven titles, and I will tell you right now, I don't think he's the greatest of all time. And they say that LeBron James, in fact, is the greatest of all times, so or maybe Michael Jordan is. No. I don't know, but no. I, I don't know. I I think that Will Chamberlain might be the greatest of all time. 
He didn't win as many titles as Bill, Bill Russell, but I think Wilt might have been the greatest of all time. That's fine. You can think what you want to think. And, yeah, it shouldn't all be based on rings. That's right. fine. But, like, I just – it's weird to me where there's so much pushback on two of the quarterbacks that are going to be playing today. There's so much pushback on Brady – being in the conversation as the greatest player of all time, or Robert Kraft saying, indeed, that's exactly what he is. And there's a lot of pushback on Drew Brees being, like, third in the GOAT pecking order in terms of all-time quarterbacks. Brees has been completely prolific. He's been individually successful. He's had team success as well. And for people who look sideways at you, if you say, yeah, I've got him just under Brady, Montana, then I go Brees. It's crazy how he's undersold in that capacity, and I think it's crazy how how uh, Tom Brady is undersold in terms of the greatest player of all time. He well, is think, absolutely in that conversation. No I'd have him at the top of the list. And I think Breeze gets that moniker simply because they haven't won the amount of Super Bowls and rings that Tom Brady has won. That's the only reason. Breeze is right there. I mean, Breeze certainly is right there, but again, he doesn't have the rings to show for it. I think the rings are the final product of telling the public why you're the greatest. Think about it, right? It, it goes mean, into it, it big time, man, especially right. when we're gauging quarterbacks. Right. Because again, we think about how both these conversations mesh together. If you look at the rings and how much it means for quarterbacks, it's because Quarterback's the most important position. Right. And if you've got a great quarterback, you have a greater chance to win Super Bowls. I mean, Dan Marino would show you that it still is a team game, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. Eli Manning winning two Super Bowls over Tom Brady would still show you that it's a team game. But quarterback means the most. And more times than not, when you have a top quarterback, you're going to have a lot of success and you're going to win some Super Bowls. So that has a lot to do with when we're talking about the greatest player of all time, like if you have just position wise, defensive backs, uh, defensive ends, rush linebackers, not making a bigger impact than a top quarterback, then why would it be foolish to say the top quarterback of all time, you know, isn't or, or is the greatest player of all time? That isn't foolish at all. Yeah, and this could create some sort of conversation here. So if, in fact, you have something to say or you want to tweet it, you could do it at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR. And phone lines always open at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Now, when he went west, the ratings went south. That's next, but first to Brian Finley for the latest. Hey, hey guys, a legend slips up at the Australian Open. Stefano Tsitsipas taking out the 20-time Grand Slam singles champion Roger Federer in four sets today in the fourth round. Also, American Francis Tiafoe scoots into the quarterfinals today after beating Grigor Dimitrov in four sets. Tiafoe now has the pleasure of facing Rafa Nadal. This morning, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reporting the NFL will finish their investigation into Kareem Hunt's off-the-field altercations before the free agency period begins in March. Rappaport believes Hunt will likely play next season. Hunt's former team, the Chiefs, hosting the Patriots at 6.40 Eastern tonight in the AFC title game. And in the NFC championship, the Rams will take on the Saints at 3.05 Eastern on Fox TV. 
Andy Furman's Cincy Bengals are reportedly eyeing Jack Del Rio and Brian Callahan as potential candidates for the team's defensive and offensive coordinator positions. So that's something to keep an eye on. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. UFC Brooklyn on Saturday, ex-NFL player Greg Hardy in his debut disqualified for an illegal move on Alan Crowder. Meantime, also on the card, Henry Cejudo gets in a TKO finishing it in 32 seconds against TJ Dillashaw and Donald Cerrone took down Alex Hernandez by TKO back with the guys in Annie Furman and Brian No in a moment but first a word from farmers from a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride we've covered it talk to farmers we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two we are farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state Back All to, right. Yeah, Thank back you. to you guys. All right, the rookie, the rookie. You're back to the rook now. We'll see you in an hour. All right? <laughs> Uh-oh. Get a cup Demotion. of coffee relax. Hey, he left and so did you. That's coming right up. We got Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. About 32 minutes past the hour at Fox Football Sunday. And about 10 minutes from now, we have bottom barrel betting. But... You know, it's crazy, and I'm going to run this by you, B. You know, we get callers all the time. We love the callers. We love to interact with our audience. We really do. But when a caller comes up here with his own nickname, that's the that's the limit. I got this guy, mm. Moving Man Matt. What the hell is that? Moving Man Matt wants to talk to Brian Owen and Andy Furman on Fox Football Sunday. What is this, MMM? What is this Moving Man Matt deal? All right, so I used to be Matt in Cape Cod. I've spoken to Brian a few times, but I moved off the Cape. I own a moving company. I drive all around the country. Okay, there you go. Now I understand. Okay, well said. Okay. So, listen, I, I'm so happy to hear you guys having this GOAT debate. I literally spent two hours on the phone with an insufferable Cowboys fan last night. So, disclaimer, I'm a New York Giants fan. I'm not a Patriot fan. I did not give Tom Brady his due until he shredded Seattle in that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's when I said, okay, no question, he's the best of all time. In my opinion, he lost to Eli Manning twice and the Giants twice. He was the best of all time until he did that. Now, to go back to your argument, I made the same point in this two-hour head-smashing-against-the-wall argument with this Cowboys fan. Not only is he the best of all time, but because of the value on the quarterback position now, he's the best player of all time. Agreed. The yeah. only argument I would put against that, and you guys mentioned it, was what LT did to the defensive position, the, the, to the to defense in the NFL. That's probably the only argument I could actually give against it. Right, but if you were to start a team today and you had a choice of Brady when he was younger, obviously, or Lawrence Taylor, I think you'd right. go with Brady. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there there's no question. There you go. Answer That's the question right, right there. So there's Robert Kraft is here. correct. Like, building off of this, Scott checks in. Scott supported our show for a long time. We appreciate hearing from him. He says Barry Sanders was the best, running for his life as soon as he got the ball and fun to watch his magic. If you could have peak Barry Sanders for a year in 2019 or peak Tom Brady in 2019, who are you taking? I'm taking Tom Brady because really and truly, let's let's go back to the bottom line is this. How many rings did Barry Sanders win? That's what it's all about. 
You know, you well, play the game you know, to win. It's not I mean, just was, about that. I mean, he was on the Lions. I'm not going to hold that against Ryan, him. We're just looking it, at we're looking at individual production value and what it means to your team. Like, go a step further. Would you instead of just Tom Brady, just think about quarterback versus running back? If you had Barry Sanders for a year at his best, you know, two thousand plus yards, right. or you could have Patrick Mahomes with the fifty touchdowns, everything that he did. If you would do that in 2019, are you signing up for Patrick Mahomes' production, or are you going to go with Barry Sanders' I'm production? I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. I'm going of with the quarterback. Of course you are. I'm going yes. with the quarterback at all times. Yes, it matters more. It has a bigger impact and a bigger effect. Because the quarterback position, not only a skill set position, but it's a leadership position. And I think that's something that Robert Kraft expanded about the other day, that not only is he a great player, but he's a great leader. You know, he's a, great, he's a great worker. I mean, look at the players that have surrounded Tom Brady. How many Hall of Famers have been around him on the offensive side of the ball? Think about that. He's a great leader. He's created players. He has made guys. That's what he has done. Well, I agree with that. I mean, you compare him to one of his peers throughout most of his career, Peyton Manning. Right. Look at the players that Peyton Manning had around him with Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne Dallas Clark made the Pro mm-hmm. Bowl a number of times. Right. L- look critically. Brady's had Gronk. Like, <laughs> can you compare Wes Welker and Julian Edelman? And he's had guys. You know, those guys are good, but right. Brady has made them much, much better. And than when they Welker would have been left, elsewhere. they didn't skip a beat. But Wes Welker left, they let him walk out the door. They didn't skip a beat. And Julian Edelman came. Right. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. That's the way it yeah. Is. If you look critically, just look at the matchup today. Look at what Mahomes has around him compared to Brady this season. It's very much different. And for the people talking about the talent disparity, if you're talking about the weapons that each quarterback have at their disposal in the passing game, yeah, there is a difference there. I think that it's blown out of proportion how much supposedly the Chiefs have an advantage everywhere. And there are a lot of instances where it's a slight advantage. But that advantage, that is a a big-time advantage when you take – Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you compare that to what Brady has to work with, it is noticeable. Noticeable difference. And I'll go one step further. I will tell you right here and now that Travis Kelsey may very well be the best tight end in football today. I think Zach Ertz would have a lot to say about that, but he's right up there. Travis Kelsey is magnificent. And I like his McDonald's commercials a lot. I do. <laughs> Those I, are good. I enjoy They're that. Grown on me. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I like them. You know, it's funny that there's one thing that we're not talking about much, and I'm happy we're not. We talked about it for so long last year, the failing NFL ratings. We don't talk about that anymore. It's great. And that talk has stopped, thank goodness. But since LeBron James went west with the Lakers, the NBA ratings have gone south. That's yeah. amazing. Did you see this, this thing with Turner? Turner is down 22% from the same time a year ago. Why? No LeBron on opening night. ESPN's up about 5%. ABC, they say, was up 5% on Christmas Day. Why? They had LeBron against the Warriors. At this point last year, Turner nearly averaged 2 million viewers per game. This year, down to 1.5. And the reason simple. LeBron's on the Lakers, and on most nights he's moved from the early league game in Cleveland to the late game. No one's staying up on the East Coast to watch those late games, and now he's hurt. Yeah, well, it's had an impact. There's no doubt. I wouldn't chalk everything up to LeBron. I do think there's a Warriors effect. When you've got now Boogie Cousins in the starting lineup, you've got five All-Stars, Andy, in the starting lineup. But again, it's a West Coast start. If you took some of that talent, if you had LeBron with the Lakers, right, 
But KD in free agency, let's say he's not with the Warriors this season. He's with some other team. Right. I think the ratings would be healthier. So I think that it has something to do with the dominance of the Warriors as well. It's not there's just no the doubt, LeBron thing. But I think, that's, I think the bottom line might be there's too much heavy-duty talent on the West Coast, and those games start so late on the East, it hurts the ratings. Now, if KD is a free agent and goes to maybe the Knicks next year in New York, that would help. That would help a lot ratings-wise and certainly help the Knicks. Yeah, I think it would. And I think that, man, if you can just somehow lessen the talent level of the, the Warriors – and make it to, like, take Championship Sunday today. Right. Do you know for sure, sure who's going to win these games? No, and that's great. No way. No way. Like, if you have a, a series of Warriors versus the Thunder or Warriors v. Spurs or something like that, are you tuning into those games like, I got to see this. Spurs might pull it out. No. Right. You're right. That has a big impact on the ratings. Well, it absolutely that, does. We said that before the NBA season started last year. Who would be in the finals? Cleveland, Golden State. I mean, that's not healthy for any league when you know who's going to be in the finals. We don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl this year for the NFL. And there's going to be two great games, hopefully, today. And we'll see. And we'll take care of that coming up in bottom barrel betting. But it's Brian No, It's Andy Furman. It's Fox Football Sunday. And believe me. It's like having a cold beer in the desert. It's that good. We call it bottom barrel betting, and it's freaking next. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. The bottom barrel betting right here, about 12 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman. By the way, we're proudly brought to you by Discover Card. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. And, of course... We got a game to play. Let's do it. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. bottom. Oh, Nick, I thought you was late. Barrel. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. And the man who controls all of it, he's Gavin the Goon. What's up, guys? Uh, Gavin the Goon. Gavin the Goon. Quick recap. You sure you're okay after your Chargers didn't show up? You sure you're okay? You were very salty last last week. Total professional. I'm objective. Picked with my head, not my heart. Really? No, yeah, Chargers no, did yeah. not sack Tom Brady. Both of you got that wrong, predicting three and four sacks by the Chargers. I don't know why you had so much faith. I told you guys <laughs> they're not going to be able to get to him. He's too mobile. Uh, Andy did get one right where he said that Nick Foles will not pass for uh, over 40 yards in a play. And uh, Yeah, he was right about that, huh? So, so did that I was win? close. I it was close you with won. the first won. touchdown. Was the first touchdown like 37 yards? It was 37, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I won. Good job, though, Andy. Thank you very much. All right, guys. That is pretty – let the record show that is pretty outrageous of you to predict the exact number of sacks against a certain (laughs) quarterback. That's not the easiest prediction to make. No, but that's why it's bottom barrel betting. These are tough. The odds are great. The return right. As long is as awesome. the record reflects that, it's all good. Speaking yes. of pinpointing a number, guys, we've heard a lot about the Arctic blast this week. I yeah. think yeah. the current temperature right now, what did you say, Sam? I think you said 23 degrees that we saw. It will be increasing clouds and a high of 23 for game day today. A How about this? They're going to show that that giant uh, temperature, the thermometer, uh, before the game, obviously. What will that number say when the game kicks off? 
what will the degrees in Fahrenheit be? Oh. Andy, we'll start with you, the big winner. Uh, I say 19. All right. Let the record show. (laughs) It's going to be really difficult to be 3-0 no after Championship Sunday, you know? (laughs) It's a very difficult question by you, Gabriel Gu. You are conspiring against us. (laughs) I'm going to say... 22 American degrees. All right. That's the temperature closest will win. Not Celsius. No, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit American. Not centigrade. (laughs) The L.A. Rams are featuring in a uh, running back by committee. How about that, guys? C.J. Anderson taking over uh, along with Todd Gurley. I want you guys to tell me the, the split in carries. Uh, so not oh, just wow. the total number Good of Lord, yeah. dude. Let's go, man. It's a championship. <laughs> you just want us to go winless? Is that no, what it is? I, I want, oh. no, it's going to be whoever's closest. That you're, we're going to have winners this week, okay? All right. So, go ahead, uh, go ahead B. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, wow, that's a good question. I want by you. winners. I'm going to say wow. CJ Anderson gets 19 carries. Todd Gurley gets 21. Wow. Yikes. Wow. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say C.J. Anderson gets 24 carries, and Todd Gurley gets 19. I love it, man. Everyone calling them a, a passing offense, and they totally changed it up once the postseason came around. Love it. Yeah, they sure did. All right, guys. Final back to basics. Back They've to only basics. played one game, though. Blocking, running, like, blocking, and running. It's, just, it's, it's added a different dynamic. It's uh, it's exciting to see. Uh, which team playing today will have the most penalties out of the four teams? Yeah. Mm. Good question. Oh, that's a very good question. You know what? Though I'm gonna have to go. If you don't mind, I'll go first. If you don't mind, I'm gonna go, go with it. the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. I could go full-blown official breakdown between Cleet Blakeman and Bill Vinovich. Like, who's throwing what flags and all. I'm not going to go there. I am going to go with... I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams are going to get really handsy on defense. You know, maybe with Michael Thomas in particular. I'm going to go Rams. I like that. You guys both went with the younger teams, the younger quarterbacks. Um, Andy, I do have to give you props, though, because I was thinking the same thing. I, I don't know if you how much you factored in the Patriots, but I just kind of yeah. think that, you know, Belichick is going to be disciplined. I don't know about the other side of that game. You know what, though? I, and I tell you, if I had a choice to do it again, I probably would switch. I'll tell you why. I think it's a wow. great <laughs> move. It's a great move to bet the uh, the away team, not the home team, because the away team will have penalties on offsides. False starts. Because yep. False starts, yeah, because they can't hear, especially I, in the I dome. I like how Gabadagoo, how he's like, I agree with you, Andy. And you're like, you know what? If I had to do it all over again, <laughs> I'd like, change my answer. As soon as he said that, as soon as he said that. Go away. Fade Gabadagoo. I feel like I stepped in some doo-doo after I heard that. So I wanted to move on. How about you guys with the... Over third, I mean, forty running back carries. That's a lot. I mean, but it's, hey, hey, you, know. you questioned our sack totals last week, and how'd that work out? Over. Yeah, you sure did. There we go. Hey, by the way, we're going to tell you why he's not going anywhere. That's on Fox Football Sunday with Noah Furman coming up next. 
Don't get excited. He's staying. We'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it is that time. It's Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And again, with a great deal of pleasure and pride, I introduce my friend, my partner, the one, the only, Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? It's hour three. Doing fantastic, Andy Furman. We are nearing kickoff not that long from now. We got seven hours. We don't Ralph have to Irvin. count down clock with Ralph Irvin, but I'll give right. you about seven hours or so. Right. This is Give or take. There we go. Ralph yeah. Irvin back in. I love it. Yeah. Power like hour, hour of power. Yeah. I, you know, oh, Andy, oh, okay. I'll, I'll tell you, before we get into anything, yeah. we've been getting some tweets here about the greatest player of all time. Robert Kraft said that, that it's Tom Brady. Yes. I don't think he's crazy at all. And there's some reaction here. Got a couple of tweets. Tweets, yeah. I want to read a couple. How about Adam? He checks in and says, does Deion Sanders get consideration as what? the GOAT because of him winning championships in two sports? Like, here's the thing. It's just about the NFL, and he would get consideration in the NFL. But these conversations, you you notice this, Andy? It's like they want to exclude Pages. anybody who isn't incredibly athletic. And, of course, Tom Brady is not very athletic. Right. No, they want to but exclude because he's a patriot. It does. Athleticism doesn't matter at every position. Quarterback, one of them. You can be stationary. You can move, you know, uh, very poorly and still be an all-time great quarterback like Tom Brady is. There's another tweet here from Scott. He says, Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time, but not the best player. Rice, Jim Brown, Barry, LT, Reggie White, etc. Like, his list isn't done. He's like, that's just a portion. There's a little taste. Wet the palate. Of where Brady isn't. Why? Why is Brady not more valuable than Jerry Rice? Why? You know, it's quite simple if you connect the dots. And how do you connect the dots like this? If, in fact, we tell you week in and week out, and we're, we're told by everybody who is a commentator, a writer, or part of the game, even coaches, how important the quarterback position is. Yes. And if you don't believe me, look at the standings in the National Football League. And more often than not, the weaker teams, the poorer teams, have bad quarterbacks, not franchise quarterbacks. So if, in fact, the quarterback is the most important position in in, in the football team and that position is winning that guy obviously not only is the best quarterback he probably is the best player and that's tom brady yes there's another one here you can call me tony he checks in says walter payton is the greatest he not only ran the ball but he threw the ball also he didn't make a mistake really and then got a new rule put in stupid tuck rule plus his team wasn't caught cheating it's the oh, same right. lines over and over again. Again, you go back to this. Walter Payton was magnificent. He was unbelievably awesome. I'm not trying to undersell Walter Payton at all. But are you telling me that you are starting your football team, say next season, for one year, Walter Payton at his peak versus Tom Brady at his peak? You are a bad GM if you're starting with Walter Payton. Right. Like that quarterback is just more valuable. No and when doubt. you get the greatest production in that position compared to running back or whatever position you want to throw out there, it matters more. Look, that's the bottom line. L- let's put an end to this conversation because it's going to go on forever ad nauseum. 
If you're going to have this greatest of all time, yes, Tom Brady's on the list, and so is Joe Montana, and Peyton Manning will be on the list, and maybe Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees will be on that list. But so will Lawrence Taylor and Jimmy Brown and, and so many others. But the top of the list will be Tom Brady. Sorry. Why? Five Super Bowls. And maybe if he hadn't won those five, he would be tops. And maybe if Joe Montana won one more, he'd be number one. But the quarterback position is the paramount position. It's the most important and maybe the most important position in sports. That may be pitcher in baseball. Those two positions are dominant positions. And if you're the best in your position, hence, you're the best in the business. Right. It's clearly quarterback is the most important position in football. And if you have the greatest quarterback compared to the greatest rush end, the greatest left tackle, the greatest wide receiver, QB wins out. It's not right. that complicated. And just go back and look at these great players that you've mentioned. I mean, the the, the running backs, the Lawrence Taylors, whatever. They have not. They have not won. I mean, and honestly, don't put the the onus on those players. But it's the quarterback that can lift the team up from nowhere to be a winner. That's right. what it does. That, that's well, what a quarterback does. That's right. And hey, look at some of these outstanding um, performances by defensive players. Khalil Mack last year with the Raiders. Something that John Gruden was talking about. He's like, eh, our defense still wasn't that great. You know, <laughs> Khalil Mack this year with the Bears was unbelievable. Right. And uh, it doesn't mean that you've got a better chance to win. I'll tell you this. If you had Mitchell Trubisky, let's, let's flip-flop it. Say Mitchell Trubisky was as good at quarterback as Khalil Mack is as a rush end, right? And let's say Khalil Mack was as good as Mitch Trubisky as a rush end. Does that make sense? Like, flip-flop the skill talent level. Like, Mitchell Trubisky is a high-end quarterback comparable to what Khalil Mack actually is. If that's the case, the Bears will be playing today. Oh, my gosh, yes. And, And if you downgraded Khalil Mack to, like, a Mitch Trubisky skill level on the defensive side of the football... If you flip-flop that talent with great quarterback, okay rush end, you are in a much better position than great rush end, okay quarterback. Well, maybe maybe uh, Khalil Mack should have kicked that football for the, for the extra point or the field goal that day. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just saying I don't want to bring that up. But, you know, I want to say well, I want to compliment you because not only do I love working with you and I love picking your brain, and you're so intelligent. You really are. I mean, you, you embarrass me at times because I'm a moron. But what you have between your ears is, is like – you should package it and sell it. But the fact that the Eagles have been eliminated, you're like a different person today. Real, I, really? I love that. Really, you're upbeat. You're, you're, you're just you're, you're smiling. You're just a different guy. Because I think there was something, and I don't want to go down that road. But I think there was something inside you, just like I'm not going to say venom. Maybe it no. was. I, I I'll tell just, you what it is, Andy. Yeah. Here's what it is. Bad logic. Well, it's just like uh, how could I say this? It just, it drives me crazy, you know? Right. And I wasn't, that's the thing. People think that I was anti-Nick Foles. I'm just anti-bad logic. For these people that are seduced and caught in a moment and like, this dude is, he's a difference maker going forward. If you need a quarterback, you got to get Nick Foles. No. No, he's a journey. No. (laughs) like He is a great backup quarterback and a great, solution for a very very short period of time but to think that he's that guy going forward he isn't so that's all I was saying and it annoyed me that people are saying the exact opposite thinking that he's this true franchise quarterback when he never has been 
Right. He's not that guy. So and no, funny, I, right? He he would be a starter if p- personnel people in the National Football League think that he had the skill set to be a starter. There's a reason why Ryan Fitzpatrick has been on like five, six, seven teams, and he's never started because he doesn't have the skill set week in and week out to be a starter. Yes, he's shown signs of brilliance. He had a little magic this year, but you know what? In the long haul, he just doesn't get it done. That's it. Yeah, I think it's funny too because Nick Foles is going to be on the open market this year, and you could see Eli Manning and Joe Flacco all on right. the open market. They're the same guy. Right. The same exact guy. It's just Foles is younger than those other two. They are good enough to have some great moments and have some great accomplishments, but they're not great enough to be consistently good. Like They're, they're all the same dude, Eli, Flacco, and Foles. You're exactly right. And today is the NFL Final Four, Rams, Saints, Patriots, Chiefs. And as for the Patriots, I got some bad news. For those Patriots haters, and there's a lot of them out there, here's the bad news. Not only quarterback Tom Brady says he's going to play till he's 45, their head coach Bill Belichick says he plans on staying for a long, long time, which is something that really Belichick, when pressed for that remark, for years has never said that, but now he's basically saying, I think he's like 68 years old, he basically says that he's going to stay. This is like the other day at his news conference, I think it was Thursday, he's, he wants to stay on. Why wouldn't he stay? He's got success. What else can he do? What else would these guys do? If they stay well, home? Take up yeah. knitting? Really? Come Especially on. Especially Belichick, because right. he's a lifer. You know, We get it. When you're a player, father time is undefeated. We know all of that. But as a coach, <laughs> I mean, Father Time, it, it doesn't come around as quickly as a coach as it does a player, right? right so, yeah, right. Belichick, I mean, he's still going strong. And right. the other thing, Andy, just consider this for a second. For all the people that talk trash about the AFC East, and again, it is not a gauntlet, do you think maybe, just maybe, after Belichick and Brady are done Maybe you see the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, I don't know, have a little more success. You think there's a a greater chance that could be the case? Of course. course Okay, so it's not just the Patriots benefiting from a weaker division. It's that the weaker opponents in that division, it is so much tougher with the freaking Patriots in that division. No doubt. I mean, really, the, the balance of power is in New England. That's what it is. And last year at this time, there was a lot of drama coming from the Patriots, which you don't normally see. There was tension between Brady, the team owner, Robert Kraft, and Belichick. But right now, it's all lovey-dovey. And Belichick said, I guess he'd like to end his career as the NFL's all-time winningest coach. How can he do it? Well, he's got to coach at least, I would say, four more years. Bill Belichick has 290 career wins, including playoff games. Don Shula has 347. So if Belichick goes like four more years, he's got a shot at that. You know? We'll see. Oh, yeah. He's he's got a great shot at that. And, man, can you imagine? I I still remember Don Shula being carried off the field at Veterans Stadium. They were playing the Eagles when he became the all-time winningest head coach. And can you imagine... What people will say if that day comes for Belichick and they're carrying him off the field. And I can just hear, well, Spygate, well, Deflategate, well, yeah, he, this, well, he well cheated. that. He cheated for the win. <laughs> yeah. 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 He had an it's easy division. He did, you know, it was harder for Don Shula. It was yeah. harder. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, tougher yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the haters. Go away, yeah. haters. Hey, Felipe's in St. Louis. Felipe, you're on with Brian Owen, Andy Furman on Fox Football Saturday and Sunday, all weekend long. We're here 24-7. How are you, Felipe? 
Man, I'm good, man. I'm really steaming right now at this conversation about Brady. Because let me tell you why. There's no way he can be the greatest player of all time. Not even the greatest quarterback why? of all time. Because why? even his, why? There's no listen, way. Listen, 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 let, me, let me finish. Okay. His quarterback play is heavily predicated on his offensive line. His offensive line has been oh, great. Oh, yeah, yeah. So which league. quarterback's play hasn't been? Right. What, what are you talking deal. about? So, so Joe Montana play. had no offensive line to speak of. Nobody good throughout his whole time. That's why Joe Montana is not the greatest player of all time. He may be the greatest quarterback. He's in a, he's in a conversation with the greatest quarterback, but not the greatest player. So Somebody who is like that? a Barry Sanders who can do the, He's the same. It's, it's a well-known fact that if you get Brady off his mark, he's not the same quarterback. And how can you say that about somebody who's the, how can you say that about somebody who's the greatest player of all time? So who is, who's, who's Felipe? Who's the quarterback when he's off his mark? But who Barry was the greatest Sanders player? No offensive line and still was the all. He, he, he could have been the all-time greatest um, running back with no offensive line. So, so let me get this straight. Barry Sanders could have been the greatest running back of all time, yet he's the greatest player of all time? That's your argument? No, 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 no. no. You misunderstand me. Barry Sanders could have been the greatest running back of all time if he wanted to. He retired. Oh, he didn't want to. He didn't to. want to break the record because of, because of his respect for Walter Payton. But I'm telling you, he did all of that greatness with no offensive line. If no, no, he retired. No, time out. Line, he retired. Listen, man, a- if Brady did not have an offensive line, he would not be the same quarterback. And that's a, people say that Your whole all argument the time. is built on an if. It's a right. poor argument. Like, what great quarterback... What great quarterback had a horrible offensive line? Many quarterbacks have had still have poor offensive lines. All and they time still great quarterbacks. We're talking about individual play. We're not talking about okay, the Patriots are the greatest team of all time, but you cannot put Brady as the greatest player or quarterback Why? of all time Why because not? he's a different player when he doesn't. He, when, if he's when, the winner, it's a poor face, argument. It's very poor. Like, there's dude. so many holes. It's like Swiss cheese. You're arguing. No argument against that. Yeah, if, if the Patriots are the greatest team of all time and he's the quarterback on the greatest team of all time, he's the greatest player of all time. If in fact the quarterback is the most important position on any team, period. End of story. Your argument's no, it's nothing. Not the end of story, dude. Yeah, it there, is. Who is? Who is? Who's the great? No, is Barry Sanders the goat in your opinion? Who is it? What do you say now? Say it again. <laughs> it's all good, man. If are you saying that Barry is the greatest player of all time? Who exactly are you going with here? Because it seems like you're eliminating point, all I'm quarterbacks so, because their play is somehow based on the quality of their offensive line. So what? No quarterback is allowed to be in the running of greatest player of all time. No, that's what you're saying. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying asking that it's you. Not Brady. What are you saying we, here? It's not Brady. It's not Brady. Dude. Who that's is it? Who it's not Brady is it? because he's a different quarterback. Okay. He's a different it? player who? when he's faced with who? pressure. Who? What, what, what who? can you understand about that? Who? He's a if different it's not Brady, who is it? I'm asking you the same question. Who, who is who? it? Who? Who's the guy? Why are you concerned? That's not the question right now. I'm telling you, it's not Brady. We, we right. have to, I'm if it's not Brady, who is it? Him, then who listen, is it? Listen, listen. No, 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 no. no. Y'all not going to pull this on me. Last chance. Listen, man. This is your last chance. my point, please? Y'all, y'all got all day to talk. Let me finish my point. We have to sit down and break down every single great player and look at the team that was put around them because it's a team game. And then we have to look at You're individual, making this way too complicated, individual stats, man. Individual accomplishments. Yeah. Brady's, like, like people say, he's the greatest, uh, he's the most accomplished quarterback, but that don't make him the greatest quarterback or even so the greatest player of all time. who is the greatest player? It's not that difficult. Who's your guy? Yes, it is. It's very okay, difficult. Okay, got him going. He's not going to answer. He, he has no <laughs> he answer. He can't get a straight yeah, answer. I know. My Maybe goodness. someone else can answer for him. If, if Brady's not, you know, we'll give you that. If in your mind Brady's not, then who is? That's all we're asking. And oh, and we got, we got to go through data and we got to look oh. at this and... 
Of course you, the offensive line's the a factor. Here, here's the prerequisite. If you're going to argue that Brady isn't the greatest player of all time. you got to give us someone who you is. you got to give us who you think is. Thank you. That That's the obvious follow-up question. And right. if you don't have an answer, you don't have an argument. Thank you very much. And you know what? You could do that on Twitter at The No Show, NOE Show, or at Andy Furman FSR. We'll read them. If they're good, we'll retweet them. Or if you want to be like Felipe, I hope you're not, but if you want to be like Felipe, you can. 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Our lineup, bottom of the hour, we'll have the Sheik. We'll ask him who's the greatest of all time. The Sheik is Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. Follow that up with nose picks. I can't wait. But this is another example of me, me, me. We'll tell you next. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
Is this what a leader does? Well, that's coming right up. About 23 minutes past the hour, this is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Fremont, proudly brought to you by Discover Card. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Bottom of the hour, that would be 8.30 on the East Coast. Alex Marvez, the Sheik, will join you. Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider and Mr. Brian No. With your permission, we're going to the phone lines because we're backed up like LaGuardia here. It's unbelievable. Uh-oh. Jim right. in West Virginia with Brian No and Andy Furman on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Hello. How are you? Good. You gentlemen are exactly right about uh, Tom Brady being the GOAT. Anybody that knows anything about football knows that he's done more with less than anybody. And if he's not the greatest, Roger Staubach is. They've both done more with less than anybody. And tell Rob Parker he doesn't know what he's talking about in regards to Tom Brady. (laughs) <laughs> I'll tell Rob. Skip, yeah, I love Rob. I used to do a show with Rob. I had him on my Portland show this week, and uh, he was talking that crazy stuff about Tom Brady this well, week. Skip Bellis's description of Tom Brady fits all the way down the line when he describes, you know, what he has done and 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 how great he is, and who he's so, done I mean, it with. I'm sorry, and who he's done it with. Yes, right. I mean, anybody knows anything about football? Rob Parker doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, it's his opinion. I mean, I'm not going to badmouth Rob Parker. I, I you like got to have the bones. There you go. All right. We <laughs> move on. Drum. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Joe. Joe in Alabama with Brian Owen, Andy Furman on Fox Football Sunday. Hello, Joey. How are you? Uh, man, I'm hanging in there. I take y'all to church with me every Sunday, guys. Thank you very much. Very nice. Uh, listen, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm dissing Brady, but I personally can't put him number one, okay? I can't put him above Jim Brown, okay? Uh, I know there's reasonable arguments to be made on both sides, but for me, Jim Brown comes out number one, okay? And it's uh, a difficult well, comparison because it's a different it, league back then. It wasn't a passing right. league when Jim Brown played, It was up and they played less games. And, and the magic number was 1,000 rushing yards a year, which was done maybe in 12 games at that point in time as opposed to what it's done now and how many games now. It's a different You're animal. right. You're right, but look at Jim Brown's yards per game. He's probably still number one in the league, I would, I suspect. I haven't looked lately, but I suspect he's still number one. We'll check That's that out. fine, but it's a completely different ball game. Like, right. That would be like talking about how effective like a great fullback was years right. ago. Like That's just not the game anymore today. So you've got to change with the times. Right. I understand, but I'm again. I don't. I don't want to sound like I'm putting down Brady. I. I just can't elevate Brady above Brown. Okay. And Brown that, would be that, there. Brown would be on the list, though. But he wouldn't be yeah. number one. That's for sure. Go back to church. Yeah. Pray a little bit more. Murphy Amen. in Oregon. Murph, you're on with Brian Owen, Andy Furman on Fox Football Sunday. Hello, Murph. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm I'm on board 100. percent Tom Brady. I don't even like him. Nobody in Oregon likes him, um, <laughs> except for the whatevers. But. Uh, Dude, what he's done with and what he's done over time and injury age, he's made some really mediocre players look good. Yeah. With major, yeah, I I hate to agree with you, but if you be realistic and you have a good argument, he's the guy. And Thanks. that's the other part of this, is it? And that's a great call. Is just the longevity factor when yeah. you're thinking about how long Brady has been at it compared to whoever else you want to throw out there. If you could get, say, how long Reggie White did it. Or Lawrence Taylor, or I mean, Tom Brady might be around for close to twice as long as Lawrence Taylor at his peak. That matters. Yeah, you're exactly right. Iowa, Sam, we got a buddy of yours, John in Iowa. We're Brian Owen, Andy Furman on Fox Football Sunday. 
Oh, John just left. Okay, we had to go. That. <laughs> he, he went out to milk the cows. Steve in Orlando with Brian Owen, Andy Furman, and Fox Football Sunday. How are you, Stevie? Uh, doing great. How you guys doing? Good. Um, Good. I, I'd have to agree. Brady would ha- have to be considered the greatest of all time player. And for those people that say, oh, a quarterback position can't be the greatest of all time player, you know, it's absolutely wrong because yeah. quarterback, especially Brady, he does affect the defenses. He affect and he affects the other team's offense as well. So, and let alone the fact that all that he's done with less talent, but yes. I mean, he changes the game just like all your other great players, the Jim Browns, the Lawrence Taylors. Brady changes the games on both sides of the ball. Period. So excellent, he, he, excellent call. Right. Yeah, it's right. true. He's so right because he, the first part of that was the most important where all these people that say quarterback can't be the greatest player of all time. How can that be? If it's the most important position, why would you eliminate that in the running as the potential greatest player of all time? And, and going back to Felipe, it, it just hit me. It, everything is tied to a performance of somebody else. If you take a great pass rusher, if your secondary sucks, guess what? Your sack total is going down. Like yeah. you're, That's right. just the way it works. So if you're going to make it all about a suspect offensive line in front of Tom Brady, well, it's the same thing. Khalil Mack isn't nearly as good if Kyle Fuller isn't an all-pro, if Prince of Mucamara isn't having a good season this year. It's all it about ties together on the defensive so, side of the ball, not just on offense. That. You're exactly right. Brian No, Andy Furman right here, Fox Football Sunday. And the Sheik, Alex Marvez, tells you the best Super Bowl matchup next. But first, to the Rook, Brian Fenley for the latest. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks, guys. Stefano Sitsipas bounces Roger Federer in four sets today in the fourth round of the Australian Open. American Francis Tiafo heading to the quarterfinals after defeating Grigor Dimitrov today in four sets. In women's singles, American Sloane Stevens took set one via tiebreaker to Anastasia Pavlenchenkova, the second set just getting underway right now. This morning, NFL Network's in Rappaport disclosing the NFL will wrap up their investigation into Cream Hunt's off-the-field altercations before the free agent period begins in March. Rappaport believes Hunt will mm. likely play next season. Hunt's ex-team, the Chiefs, hosting the Patriots at 6.40 Eastern tonight in the AFC title game. And according to the Weather Channel, the game time temperatures will have a low of 18 degrees with winds ranging from 10 to 20 miles per hour, so no Arctic blast. In the NFC Championship game, the Rams will take on the Saints at 3.05 Eastern on Fox TV. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. UFC Brooklyn on Saturday night. Ex-NFL player Greg Hardy in his debut disqualified for an illegal move on Alan Crowder. Henry Sahudu gets in a 32-second TKO of TJ Dillashaw. And Donald Cerrone took down Alex Hernandez by TKO. We'll be back with Brian No and Andy Furman in a second. But first, a word from Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Back to the guys and Brian No and Andy Furman. 
Thank you, BF. Have a great day. There we go. Brian Finley. He's the man. He's the rook. Alex Marvez coming right up. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. And now we go to the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. He is a celeb. He's Mr. NFL. He's the Sheik. He's Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. Hello, Sheik. How are you? A gentleman doing so well this morning, and Brian knows nightmare is over. The Philadelphia Eagles are eliminated <laughs> from the postseason, so we can all just move on and, and just pretend nothing ever happened. Let's move on. Let's do that because he's in a great I, spirit I, I today. don't know if you moved on pretending nothing happened with that little jab right there, Marvin. No, we all had to move on collectively. Now we can close the door. And it wasn't, you know, and it, but it, here's the great part about it, Bino. It, it worked out well for both of us, right? I mean, the, the Eagles got knocked out, but in my case, Nick Foles wasn't the one who lost him the game. Right, it was Alshon Jeffrey who had the ball go through his hands, and Marshawn yeah. Lattimore with the INT True. to end it. So, you know, really sort of equitable at that point. And I did think that, as I told you last week, I thought the Eagles' streak would end. But tell you what, there's a lot of nervous New Orleans fans. Have you guys noticed that? I mean, they are they, people are really concerned that this team is running out of steam heading into this game. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, I'm glad you talked about quarterbacks right now because Sheik, Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots earlier this week, said Tom Brady was the GOAT, not only the quarterback GOAT, but the GOAT, period. Agree with that? Uh, Jim Brown was so darn good. I mean, just I mean, the most dominant player on the field, Jerry Rice, was, was that type of guy. It is so hard to compare positions. I can just tell you this, 29 postseason victories for Tom Brady. You know, I mean, no quarterback has ever done that or even come close. The five Super Bowl rings, I mean, and, and to continue to play at a high level. I mean, I'm not saying he's playing at the, you know, a Mahomes-like level at this point, but he's pretty darn good, right? It showed it again last week against the L.A. Chargers. So I think what Robert Kraft says, you know, it, it carries some weight. I think Brady has to be in that conversation. You know, when, when you put together production, longevity at the game's most difficult position to play, yeah, he's pretty good. If you look at what is on his shoulders today, if you look at Sony Michelle and the running game compared to the opposing offense, how much do you think Tom Brady is going to need to do for the Patriots to win today? Manage the game. Take a page out of the old Peyton Manning playbook back when the, of the 2015 season, back when they were on their road to Super Bowl 50. Honestly, play keep away from the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just not sure if on the road you're going to win a track meet against these guys. And I think that's where Sody Michelle comes in. I'm really glad you mentioned him. I think the player we're not talking about enough heading into these conference championship games. The guy has added an element to this Patriots offense that they've been missing. Look, we know James White can catch the ball out of the backfield. Now, maybe not 15 times in one game. Chargers may want to cover him next time they play, but I digress. But they haven't just had that, that engine to their running game, right? They've had running back by committee. You know, Deion Lewis, James White splitting carries. But just for Sony Michelle, he is the first bell cow back we've seen in New England in quite a while. And he just allows them to control the pace of the game, move the chains, et cetera. And I think that's how they're going to do it, try to limit possessions for Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, also the Chiefs, you know, how much is Eric Berry's return going to impact this defense? You know, if you play zone against the, the uh, Patriots on a regular basis, you're going to get destroyed. I mean, you have to do some different things, mix things up, work in that man coverage, and, and hope that, you know, Justin Houston, who didn't play the last time, uh, they gave up 43 points to New England back in mid-October, hope that he makes an impact along with D4. But, man, Brady gets rid of the football so quick, it's just hard for pass rushers to truly affect him. Alex Malvez, Sheik, my friend, Final Four today. But, if in fact, let's look ahead for a second. I want your choice for the best Super Bowl matchup. Your choices, obviously, are Chiefs-Rams, Patriots-Saints, Chiefs-Saints, Patriots-Rams. I sort of listen. I picked New Orleans to win it all back last March, and it's documented back when I was writing at Sporting News. After Tom Benson passed away, I said he's going to miss the, the greatest party of all time. 
down in the Big Easy. And, and you know, so far, uh, I've, I'm looking okay here when it comes to right. this prediction. So I would love to see the Saints do it. I mean, listen, I, I love watching Breeze and, and you know, Peyton. And, and what they've done on the defensive side of the football has been so impressive to me. Uh, and then, you know, when you see Kansas City, I, I just, I, I'm interested in something fresh and new. You know what I mean? And that's what the Chiefs are with Patrick Mahomes. And I know Andy Reid has been around for a long time. And he hasn't been too good coaching in the postseason at times. He does have 12 postseason wins, uh, but he also is 1-4 in, in conference championship games. And he's the only coach in NFL history per ESPN that has been in 20 or more career playoff games and has never won a Super Bowl. So, I mean, wow. he keeps getting there, and yeah, he keeps knocking on that door, but I think this may, this may be that year that they finally have a chance to kick it in. So I'd love to see Kansas City uh, and New Orleans go at it. You know, Alex, if you look at Colts running back Marlon Mack, he played great against the Houston Texans, rushed for 148 yards, and then last week against the Chiefs, he was held to 46 yards. <laughs> right. So who today on Championship Sunday is a good candidate for the Marlon Mack treatment. That could be a quarterback, could be a receiver, could be a running back. Someone who played really well last week that is relatively quiet today. Travis Kelsey. And I will, explain, I will explain why. Kelsey, I believe, seven catches, 106 yards last week. I catch in those sidearm throws from Patrick Mahomes, right? But whenever they play the New England Patriots, the past three games, Travis Kelsey has been an afterthought. They have smothered him. He has, in the past three games, a total of 16 catches for 124 yards and no touchdowns. And I'm not talking like ancient history here. I'm talking playing earlier this season. I'm talking about the 2017 season opener and that 2015 playoff game up in Foxborough uh, back in January of 2016. 16 catches, 124 yards. Now think about this, though. Kelsey actually broke the receiving yards record this year, 1,336 yards. NFL, no NFL tight end has ever done that before, breaking Rob Gronkowski's record. So, you know, George Kittle did also, but I'm just pointing out here, Kelsey has been, you know, such a focus of the Chiefs. Whenever they try to take away the wideouts, you go to him. He, he's a seam buster. But for whatever reason, the Patriots have taken him out of the game. I want to see if he can make a bigger impact today uh, against New England, or is it going to be as, as it always seems to be whenever he's facing this team? Alex Morvis, let's talk about your Saints for a second. The Saints-Rams matchup today, and the Rams last week, their offensive line led by Andrew Whitworth was just tremendous. It really was. They had that one-two <laughs> punch in the backfield. But can the Saints' defense stop that Rams' run game today? They've been the best run defense, number two in the NFL. They've been fantastic. And listen, last week the Eagles suffered a huge blow, I know, when Brandon Brooks, their right guard, who's a fantastic player, he went down with a torn Achilles tendon at about the same time. Sheldon Rankins went down for the Saints. The Saints limited the Eagles to 49 rushing yards. That was it. Listen, the Rams. if, if the Rams are going to win, they have to get a rushing game going. No team in the NFL runs more play-action passes than the Los Angeles Rams. It's how they set up their entire offense. They stay in a, in a one-running-back, three-wide-receiver set most of the time, so defenses aren't really substituting. It makes it easier for Jared Goff to call plays at the line of scrimmage to detect what defenses are doing. If the, if the Rams have to play from behind and the Saints are able to get, a, get to a lead, it's going to be very tough for them to come back. They're just not a team that's really built that way. They're built off sucking you in, running the football, run the football. Oh, wait, we didn't run. It's now a pass, and then Jared Goff connects with somebody. So I think that's going to be critical for them. And for the, you know, from a Saints standpoint, no team in the NFL runs more different formation, offensive personnel packages than the Saints. They average 11 different personnel packages a game. What they're trying to do is cause confusion among the Rams, guys coming and going 
off the field. So, you know, pay attention to that. You know, it's interesting. It doesn't really capture it on TV too well because of that, but the, the Saints have scored more touchdowns out of different personnel packages than any team in the NFL with 13. You know, Alex, I was talking about uh, Michael Thomas, the Saints receiver, being like the James Harden of the NFL. James Harden's on this huge scoring streak, and they're not double-teaming the guy. And if you look at the Saints' offense, their offensive line's a little bit banged up, and you don't have great playmakers outside of Michael Thomas. Do you expect Wade Phillips and that Rams defense to either double-team Michael Thomas or do everything they can to limit his effectiveness because they don't have a ton in terms of receivers outside of him. Right. It's Ted Ginn Jr., and that's about it. And so do you trust Marcus Peters to cover him, put Aqib Tlaib uh, on Michael Thomas and let him have a shot at him? Aqib, by the way, when he's been on the field, because obviously missed a lot of time with that ankle injury, but he is not allowed a touchdown pass this season. So he was not on the field the last time that the Saints played the Rams. So I'm, I'm with you. I mean, you know, I think that's, that's what you've got to hope for. You have to hope for this as well. Can Aaron Donald and Ndonokin Sue duplicate their fantastic game against the Cowboys last week against this Saints offensive line? And you talk about being banged up. You know, not only is Teron Armstead probably not 100%. He's been battling an injury that kept him out for five games in the regular season. But Andres Pete has a, had a broken hand. He underwent surgery during the Saints' time off before playing last week. And you could tell he was really struggling with Fletcher Cox. Got uh, whistled a couple times for penalties. He's wearing that donut around his hand, a protective donut, so to speak. He's not eating the donut, because that would be pretty gross. But it's just a protective device around his hand. Look, I mean, if the Rams, and that's a team that pressures from the inside, and that's where the bulk of their stuff goes, to try to get the quarterback off his spot. I mean, Andres Pete has to have a big game today, or else the Saints offense, you're right, it could stagnate against this Rams D. Well, I'm going to say right now, this is the time of day that we hate because we have to say goodbye to our good friend, the Sheik, Alex Marvez. But this is a big day for you because last week was Brian Nose Day and the Eagles say, nye, nye, bye-bye. If the Saints go, I, I think that Mr. No may have a little shot at you next week. We're just saying. I'm not trying to really? stun anything. Why? 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 What's the, the because shot? Because Alex, Alex picked the Saints to win it. I mean, you know, and if they lose today, you make him a little jab. I'm just saying. I'm, I don't want to start anything. I do not no, want to do that. No, not at all. No, <laughs> no, no instigation, Andy. No, I'm not that way. I, I'm not, a lover. Got, I had the Saints before the season winning the Super Bowl, too, so I can't okay. throw shade at oh. him that way. And, okay. You know, if he uh. believes that Nick Fools is a franchise quarterback, that's on him. I can't help him out there. Listen to this. Here by we the go way, again. By the way, keep an eye on Florida's first coast and the Jacksonville Jaguars with Nick Foles. You don't hire John Filippo. I think, unless you have designs on bringing in Nick Foles. I think that's where he's going to ultimately end up, and then we'll truly be able to see, Brian, and we will, now we'll know the true test on Nick <laughs> yeah. Foles and whether he can become a franchise quarterback if indeed he ends up in Jacksonville. You're and right I, about yeah, that day yeah. is coming where we're going to be able to tell for sure. So you're right yeah, about it, that. it is coming. Yeah. And, my, and my last question, after the Super Bowl is over, will you be covering that new football league, that the association, the Alliance League? Will you be doing that? No, I'm actually I'm actually shying away from that, but I think you'll see me involved with a little all elite wrestling in the future. A little bit of pro wrestling coming back my way, Andy. You know my history with that. You used to write a column for the Dayton Daily News. I remember that. Indeed, maybe make real real quick, super fast, Alex. Your favorite finishing move of all time? What is it? (laughs) Oh gosh, come on, you're, you're killing me here. Um, I like them all. Let's just put it like that. I'll have a better Stop, answer. Come on. <laughs> no, we need a uh, next. He, like, he likes you to go choke hold. He likes to put it on you. You go we'll, tombstone we'll pile we'll driver. Where are you going? We'll go with the claw. I love the claw. That's Come simple. The and it's also driver. effective on and it's effective on children, by the way, when you're messing around <laughs> yeah. and you want to make them laugh. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Alex, you're the man. He's I go Steiner recliner. 
That's yeah. what I go with. He's the sheep. That's a good one. Get him on Twitter, at Alex Marvez. He's the man. We'll talk to him next week. Brian, no, Andy Furman right here. We call it Fox Football Sunday. And this is a story that really hits home. That's next. With concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Nose picks coming right up. That's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We're Fox Football Sunday. About 10 minutes before the top of the hour. By the way, at the top of the hour, that will be 9 o'clock on the East Coast. Dan Byer and Mike Harmon, the best in the – they're really good. I mean, I'm telling you, believe it from me, I'm telling you, they're really good. Listen to them, Byer and Harmon. You can get them on iHeartRadio, the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, and, of course, on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But right now, my guy, my partner, Brian No with Nose Picks. Let's do it. All right, Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for Nose Picks. All right, Andy Furman, another winning week last week. Yes, yes, yes. Two and one. I like the over rushing yards for Sony Michelle that hit. I like the over longest completion for Drew Brees against a suspect Eagle secondary over 40 and a half. That hit first quarter Saints minus one. That did not. But two and one winning week. That's what Good. we're looking for. Winning. I'm giving you bonus picks this weekend. All right, Andy. From, come Go on. It's championship Sunday. I got Let's a plethora of picks. Here we go. Do it. Do it. Ram Saints. Total for the game, 56 and a half. I'm taking the over. I think we're going to see some fireworks today in the NFC Championship game. Yes, I'm with you. Patriots, Chiefs, total is 56. Under. I don't think we're going to get major fireworks in the AFC Championship game. I'm with you because of the weather, too. Because of the weather. Weather's a fear factor. Can't pass Uh, in the cold. Couple of rushing totals. C.J. Anderson. I hope this isn't knee-jerk reaction. Great rush defense over there with the Saints, but... You don't have Sheldon Rankins. The total for C.J. Anderson is 46 and a half. Over, over, I, over. He's over that. Yeah, Over, we'll baby, over. over. I also think James White, Patriots running back, over 18 and a half rushing yards. Over. It's a bad Chiefs rush defense. And you're going to break tendencies. You're going to give James White a couple of carries. I say over. I'm going to take you. the under Travis Kelsey receiving yards 84 and a half. Under. I like that. The, the Patriots she, hold the him in check. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And final pick, Patriots money line. I don't need your three points. Give me plus 150. I'm going with the Pats, Andy Furman. Yes! Yes, I love it. Yes! And now it's the time of the show. You can go your own way. Something light, something serious. What do you have for us? This is sort of light because there's a pair of Whataburger fans. I never had a Whataburger, but a Whataburger fans in Texas, they celebrated their love for each other. And, of course, they celebrated their favorite eatery by holding a wedding ceremony at the restaurant. This this touches close to home a little bit. Jordan, Ariane Moore said they held their wedding in a more traditional venue before heading to Whataburger in San Antonio while they were still clad in their wedding garb. Why do I say this? Because I was married to my lovely bride, Wendy, at a racetrack, Latonia Racecourse, way back in the day. We got married before the first race in the paddock. So I know what they're doing. I know what true love is all about. Take it, B. There you go. I got two for you real quickly. Dwayne Wade and the jersey swap. 
A lot of players in the NBA, they'll swap jerseys after the game. He swapped right. it with Benny the Bull, the ben, the <laughs> Bulls mascot, after his final game in Chicago. It's getting out of hand when we're swapping jerseys with mascots here. And then how about this? Yadier Molina. He took exception with a couple of Cubs players talking trash about the city of St. Louis, saying it was boring. He said, only stupid players and losers make comments like the ones made by Bryant and Dempster. And he said, all all all-stars, elite players, and leaders of their teams do not speak bad about any city. If you're going to preach respect, you can't be calling players dumb and stupid. Come on, Yachty. Let it go, let it go. Enjoy the games. We'll see you next Sunday on Fox. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.